This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Good morning and welcome everybody to the show for this Friday morning. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show broadcasting over the radio airwaves across West Texas and Southern New Mexico and uh, portions of Northern Mexico, I guess. Good morning. And uh, worldwide, around the globe, via our Facebook feed, our stream over at Facebook at Buzz Adams Show. You can not only hear the show, but also see what's happening in the studio with our multi-camera setup and a bonus we got the uh, listener chat going on as you watch the video you can join in or just see what people are chatting about but thank you for joining us to everybody listening no matter how you're listening in and uh we're gonna update uh, the latest because there was some stuff just a couple hours ago that was pretty newsworthy about the election let me just say that on today's show we're gonna get to a true crime report brandon has got an am i the a-hole scenario so we're going to have that coming up and a whole lot more. So Joe Biden, just a couple hours ago, passed President Trump to take the lead in Georgia. It is a narrow, razor-thin lead right now, but the votes are still being counted. This is potentially a death blow to Trump's chances of winning the 2020 he election. About, he came out yesterday and he said they got the legal victory already. Right. This thing should be over and done with. Yeah, and those votes are totally illegal votes. Wait, right. no, no, no. We have to be very specific here. The votes that aren't for him are oh, illegal. Yes. I mean, you the really do. The votes that are for him <laughs> are perfectly are fine. Keep right. counting them. Because you really gotta... Biden wants all the votes counted, which include the illegal ones, too. This is not uh, hyperbole. The Trump campaign, Trump supporters want the vote count to stop in states where Trump has a lead. They want the votes to continue in states where it looks like Trump might be able to mount a comeback. Again, not a joke, even though that was a scene from an episode of Veep a couple years ago. Was it? Yeah, pretty much the exact same thing. It was all about uh, trying to stop a vote count. I mean that. Oh my God, we're living in an episode of Veep. We're living in an episode of Veep, right? Because you've got some Trump supporters in some parts of the country chanting, count those votes, and you've got them in other parts of the country saying, stop the count. So that's kind of what's going on. Uh, in the past, just past very few hours, President Trump lost his big lead in Georgia. Joe Biden has pulled ahead by around 1,000 votes at this point. If uh, those numbers hold and Trump actually loses Georgia, this will be an enormous blow to the Trump campaign because they... I don't know what you're talking about. This is not a blow at all. I mean, we won Georgia. We were winning on election night. Get the hell out of my way. Wow. Did the president just zoom in? I did. Shut the hell up, okay? (laughs) I won. Well, let me me just... No. Let me just... No. Wait. No. Hold on. If they no! if they don't get Georgia, that means that they won't be able to get to 270 electoral votes with the remaining states. I mean, Pennsylvania would really be the dagger through the heart. But Georgia would also make it impossible for Trump to get to 
the 270 that he needs. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we won. I claimed victory. Wait a minute. Comic book guy, did you come in and take over for President totally Trump? Totally slid in there a little bit. This is the worst election ever. <laughs> Really early, leave me alone. <laughs> I cannot believe you are counting these votes. All Why right. are we counting the votes after election day? You know, it's taken you guys four years, but I think both of you have finally perfected it. <laughs> this is a fraud. <laughs> Pennsylvania Trump is up by about eighteen thousand votes with five percent left to count. Now you think might think, oh, with that that few left to count and up by 18,000 votes, they did a projection if the votes, you know, the early voting. This is not late voting. I think a lot of people are, I've seen on social media saying, <gasps> these votes are coming in late. No, these votes were early. These were the ones from election days. Well, yeah, dumb. So here's the interesting thing, too. So like in a state like Ohio or in Florida, they had their mail-in ballots and they were allowed to count those first. That is why when the first polls came in Biden was ahead. Day, Biden had the lead. But then they got to Trump's votes. They got to the ones that were the majority uh, the majority for Trump that came day of. Those were the people that walked up and voted in person. And Trump was able to come back and take the lead over Biden. The reverse is happening right now. But the only problem is he's not winning. So it has to be fraud, right. which is a complete detriment to our democracy, and it's an, 100% an absolute joke at this point. Actually, there have been a few uh, high-profile Republicans who have characterized it as that, uh, as what the president is saying. Unfortunately, is, uh, there's not enough. Not enough, and then a little too late. They should have you know, done, piped up the first time that the president uh, assaulted democracy back in Oh my God, that's what Stephen Colbert says. He's like, Republicans, this is your time to speak up. Yeah, not not, not later. Now. Do something now. And Don't then, wait until after the fact and be like, oh, like, uh, uh, or Mitch McConnell's like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, yeah, Mitch, he goes, uh, Mitch McConnell, what did he have to say? And I guess one of his producers tells him that Mitch McConnell said, no comment. No comment. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought Stephen Colbert was going to cry. I think he kind of did. I think I kind of cried. <laughs> All right, uh, let's talk about what else is coming up on the show today. Uh, we've got... What are you talking about? This is all we're going to talk about all day about long. About all the fraudulent okay? votes. Listen okay. to me. You need to shut up. Give me five hours. See, I think you need and to slow it down because Trump really seemed to be out of energy last night. I mean, he was I saying all I, the stuff. I'm still but, amped, baby. What are you uh, talking about, oh, man? Yeah, it's Brendan. <laughs> Woo! Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I feel amazing. We're going to win this. Okay. There's a there's a song from like a decade ago no, uh, by yeah. Ti that is kind of going big on TikTok because mm-hmm. it's Ti's whatever you like, and it sounds like he's singing. Well, listen, you can hear what it, it sounds like. He's saying, "I want Joe Biden. I need Joe Biden." Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. That's what he's saying. What's that now? He's saying, "I want Joe Biden." No, no. He, this is the original recording. He's saying, "I want Joe. I want Joe body." I need Joe Biden. Yeah, just he's sounds, saying, listen carefully. Joe Biden. Mm? Yeah. <laughs> he's still saying Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, what's coming up? Let's start with Joanna Entertainment News. Joanna, what do we have coming up in the world of entertainment that we're going to cover today? Borat 2 is the second most watched U.S. SVOD movie of 2020. U.S.V.O.D. SVOD. What's that? Subscription Video On Demand. 
Oh, so Netflix or Hulu yeah. or whatever. Guess what number one is? Hamilton. How's Hamilton? Yeah. Totally. It's Tiger Hamilton. King. Tiger Hamilton. Hamilton. Okay. Well, Tiger King count though because it's a it's a series. Uh, yeah, it's not a movie. New Mandalorian today, you oh, guys. Yeah. It's it's there. I could. If it's I had pretended to be sick, I could be watching it right now. That's perfectly I mean, acceptable. Just step away. We Give do me have a- five hours, and I'm going to talk about fraud. <laughs> I'm going to tell you how somehow 136,000 votes showed up in Michigan, and they were all for Joe Biden. 136,000 votes showed up, and 138,000 of them were for Biden. How does that happen? How about sports, Brandon? By the way, that's been debunked. Like, <laughs> right. I keep. Over, so. I think it started as a joke, and then like people who can't tell an, an internet joke from actual news started posting it no, as if they that, thought it was no, actual news. It was no, that was a typo on just a random election website called uh, it's Decision Something HQ. Okay, but not an official. No, 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 and that, and, and they just corrected a typo, and it made it look like that. So, of course, all these people that work for the Federalist jumped on that. They screenshot it. They post it with no background information. They don't post it with any other information. Oh, and just send it out there and say, And it's look, just like, hey, look, this, this proves my point. It's like, no, it proves that you're a jackass. What do we have Seriously. coming? What are we going to talk about? I don't want to talk about sports. I'm, I'm, I'm fired about up all about this. I'm going to tell you right now, last night the Packers defeated... The San Francisco 49ers. But that's only because they kept counting the Green Bay Packers <laughs> points. They should have stopped at 16, and the Niners would have won. All right. We got the Cowboys coming oh, up the, on well, Sunday against on, the Steelers. So. On sports, you have um, the Pac-12. They're kicking off their play tomorrow. They already have a game canceled. Washington versus California. It's already. Uh, I'm not sure not this season, happen. I mean, in my mind, really counts. You know what I mean? There's just been so many teams that have only just started playing. I don't know that this season really, really counts. Look, I'll tell you what. Let me see how Oregon does. If Oregon can run the table, then I'm (laughs) counting it, all right? I'm going to take what I can get. I'm tired of watching them make it to the championship game and not win it. Oh, yeah. Do you know what that O stands for on the side of their helmets? What? That's how many championships they've won. Optimism. (laughs) The Cowboys are down uh, pretty heavily, although I would still take the the Steelers to cover the spread on Sunday. Steelers are 13 and a half. I looked that up yesterday favorites. because I was assuming it would be up near where the Chiefs like 21. Jets game was. Yeah. But no, it's it's under two touchdowns. I mean, barely, but it's um, right at about two touchdowns. God, if I if I had an extra $1,000 to play with and a bookie on my <laughs> call list. You don't really need a bookie. You can just bet online. Yeah, I don't know how to do that. Oh. So <laughs> <laughs> you used to be able to walk across the bridge into Juarez, and there was a sports book like within, <laughs> walk, like within a stone's throw uh-huh. of the bridge. You know that, Joanna? Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, the Cowboys are you, major, dude. major underdogs. We'll come uh, up with a bet for you. Game. All right. If the Cowboys win, how about? Well, we had some suggestions already. So just to get. The, the fan base energized for the Cowboys. If the Cowboys pulled off, what would have to be the, the upset definitely of the season? Uh, I think there should be two bets. I think there should be a bet if they cover, and there should be a bet a, a larger payoff if the Cowboys outright win. Okay. All right. We'll think about that. There were some suggestions that I uh, do the show Monday in a Dallas Cowboys uh Cowgirl cheerleader outfit. <laughs> I don't know where you would find uh, like a size twenty-two or twenty-four cowboy cheerleaders. Uh, dude, there's got to be a size twenty-two to twenty-four year old dude here in El Paso that's got a Dallas Cowboys. 
cheerleader um, outfit. Justin Underwood suggested I wear nothing but cowboy chaps and women's panties in uh, blue and silver mm-hmm. during the show. Yeah. So everybody can see it on the chat. Uh, look, we got we got the whole show and today. And I feel to like decide. people forget Joanna is sitting right behind you. Oh, yeah. You're the one who would get the free show. <sighs> and uh, Joanna's filling in Lisa on vacation today. So, Joanna, what do we have coming up in our news headlines today? From one controversy to another... Starbucks is releasing their holiday cups oh, tomorrow. I Did they today? Today you can get your free reusable one. Oh, is it going to be? Right. Is it going to be real Christmassy, or is it going? Are they going to Milan yet? Uh well, it's red and green patterns. Oh, okay. But they don't say the word Christmas on them. Have they Let's, ever said Christmas? I don't think they ever have. No, they never have. If, if they don't have an up close picture of the baby Jesus in the manger, it does not <laughs> count as a Christmas, and we should boycott it. Hell, I, I think say. if they don't show, uh, they're very mind, festive. <laughs> Let's. I'm gonna use my better judgment. Right. I'm dying to hear what that. I'll tell you off there. All right. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. All right, Brandon's got a post over at BuzzAdamsShow.com. Election fraud, conspiracy theories. Debunked. Oh, and they, it's, I'm going to have to update. It just, they, they keep coming in hot yeah. and heavy because the sad thing is, all somebody has to do is Photoshop something or film something with zero background and zero other information. And the people who already think that stuff are going to share yeah. it and they believe it 100%. And anybody who disagrees with them is wrong. Uh, also, Brandon just told me there's some new System of a Down, Woo! so maybe you could uh, let us hear a little bit of that, see what System of a Down's got coming out. Hi, James. Good morning. Hey, what's up, James? Uh, just a couple of things to say. Um, I-, I wanted to get you all his opinion on, on uh, the results of the House elections and the Senate elections, because I noticed that the Republicans, they picked up 20 seats in the house they did they did the the democrats definitely underperformed in some of the senate uh, and uh house races for sure a lot of seats and it wasn't centralized it's kind of spread out they're they're all over the place and and i i I think it's kind of odd i don't i don't see people going in to vote and say this is what i'm going to do i'm going to vote straight republican but when it comes to presidents I'm not going to vote for the Republican president. I could actually see, I see a, lot a lot of people, of people doing that. I could imagine a lot of people doing that. I know that. a lot of people who did that. I did that. That uh, You're probably the only one in the United States that did that. That's... Nobody does that. No. Okay, dude. You're kidding. No, you're kidding. No, you're kidding yourself. You're kidding yourself. Now, look. If there's any sort of conspiracy, Trump has a base. Trump has a base. Yeah. Yeah, and those people definitely voted for Trump. But I think they're. And his base is very supportive of him. I mean, his approval rating among his base. Yeah, his base. You jackass. Ninety-eight percent. Ninety-nine percent. And there is a lot of people, including Hispanics and black people that came out and supported him we haven't we haven't seen this many minorities yeah, but but James, let me just, let me just stop for a second. Even so, and those numbers were down from uh, 2016, especially black voters. They were down from 2012, 2008, but they were still up over 80 percent of uh, Latinos and African Americans. Over 80 percent voted for Biden. 
I mean, yeah, it wasn't as high as it was when Obama was elected. It was 95% African American. So, yeah, it's down considerably from that. But, uh, and as far as I think there are a lot of people who are Republican, definitely don't want the uh, Democrats to have control of every branch of the government. But just, I think a lot of people are exhausted with, you know, defending Trump or, you know, being in that camp. I see a lot of Republicans who just said, look, I'm going to, I'm going to vote on the state and local stuff. I'm going to vote Republican, but I just can't put up with four more years of this. Another, another, another thing uh, that I wanted to get off my chest and I'll, I'll, uh, I guess I have to go now. I'll, I'll listen to your comments off the air. But, um, like as far as the cancel culture is concerned, you'll, you'll see a lot of people that have lost their careers because they might have wore blackface 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago, or they said something that was kind of edgy. And I'm wondering, why would that not apply to you, Buzz Adams? Why would that not apply to you? Because I remember listening to Kill AQ religiously when I was younger. I love the show and I still like it today. But I remember you saying some very controversial stuff. You used to make jokes. Uh, and it was, and hey, I, I thought they were funny, but at the same time, it didn't seem like it was coming from a light-hearted direction. It, it seemed like you had you're, you're putting black people down, you're putting Mexican people down. Easy. And I and I remember it like it was just yesterday, where you, when you went on there and you went and you told that joke about the pizzas. What oh. what does a, what do what do black men have in common with a pizza and neither one of them can feed a family of four. I remember that like it was just yesterday. <laughs> was so that? my question is, why do you still have a job? Well, I you're, were... out there, you're, you're, saying, you're saying that Trump is extremely divisive, but you did it yourself. All right, do you want me to give you my answer here or do you want to hear it off air? I mean, off, yeah, when but, you're off the phone. Yeah, let's, let's hear it. Uh, I think a lot of people uh, have kind of changed over. If you have, a, if you are still doing the same thing you were doing 30 years ago, you probably have not grown much as a person. I think there are a lot of people that did things when they were 20 or 25, and they wouldn't do that same stuff. Also, when you're when you're new, your whole thing is I got to get attention. That's why if you go back, you find Jimmy. Uh, Kimmel doing blackface. The whole thing is when you're young, you've got these established guys that are 20 years older than you or 30 years older than you, and you're thinking, oh, I've got to do something. And during that period of time, it was very much, you know, shock. That's how you got attention. I think a lot of people did that. Would I do the, uh, I don't remember that joke, but would I do it today? I, I would not do it today. Right. Well, I just I just kind of find it odd that there's there's no room for error when, when it comes to Trump. And no, 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 no. Hold on. No, I got to step in here. No, it's not. Stop, James. It's not that there's no room for error. It's that he doesn't stop. It's if you make a mistake, you acknowledge the mistake and then you try to improve as a person. That's fine. That is where cancel culture has ruined things because it doesn't allow for growth of the human being. I agree with you on that. But what you're trying to claim is there's no room for growth in Donald Trump because he doesn't show growth. He is a child and he's throwing a fit because the numbers aren't going his direction. He's literally saying, stop. He's literally saying, count the votes where they're in favor of me. Stop counting the votes where they're not in favor of me. That's a four-year-old child throwing a fit. Well, let me let me ask you this one question. Then. If, if I was to say that back in the day uh, Cuba emptied their prisons and put all the all their prisoners on boats and rafts and sent them America's way am I, am I stating a fact or am I or am I being divisive and controversial and, and racial 
that is, uh, there's some good evidence that you're talking about the Mariel boat lift back in the late 70s. That's that's yeah, factual. Right. Not all of those people. I mean, there were plenty of people who were uh, political refugees, but also Castro definitely took the opportunity to put some, you know, some pretty bad guys my, on there for my sure. Question is, my question is, if I was to make that point and I and I raise the issue of what happened. Is that a race? Is that racial for me to say something like that? No. It would be racial if you said all of them were that, for sure. No. And, and if you'll remember, when Trump came down that escalator, he didn't say, "Hey, a few of illegal immigrants are murderers and rapists." He said, "They're murderers and they're rapists." He, you're, you're trying to make what Trump says sound a lot more reasonable than what he actually says. It's the same thing happening here on the southern border. I mean, it's, you're trying to split hairs, man. I mean, no, you are. We're pretty clear. We're pretty clear in what we believe. But the problem is, you're backing somebody who's got his head up his own ass. Okay, here's here, and and James, I really uh, got to go, but I just want you to know, there's a main difference. Even if I told jokes and I didn't apologize for them, or I, I said things 30 years ago that that didn't age well, at no point was I the president of the United States. You know, at no point was I representing an entire great country to the rest of the world and i think that's probably the the, the key difference okay, all right why do we have why do we have to have people come into the united states legally and illegally i you know i don't i don't think that the that the democrat party and i'm a republican i'm a registered republican but i don't think the democrat party has ever you might find a few people out on the fringe but i don't think the democrat party position is just let everybody come in illegally to the country. I, I disagree so, with that. Well, why do, why do they want to tear down a wall if they don't want people to come in illegally? Which wall are we talking about? The, the wall on the southern border. The one that Trump built? Yeah. Trump didn't why build it. it. Why take it down? Well, it's fallen down, for one thing. <laughs> I mean, if you look over there in the in the uh, Rio Grande Valley, it's crumbling and falling Trump, down. Trump Trump listen, man, huh? listen, I got to go. Listen, I appreciate you keeping it even-keeled and reasonable, and I, I think that's a great thing. And I, I don't mind you pointing out that I'm not perfect. I mean, I'll admit to that. The thing is, have you ever heard Trump apologize for anything he's ever said? I'm thinking he needs to because he's got support from the left. Oh, so so as long as everybody's supporting what you say, everybody, it's okay. Everybody, everybody okay. knows what he, where he's coming from. Yeah, it's good to know where you're coming from. He's, he's making a point. He's saying we don't mm. need to have people come in legally and illegally. We have a process. Okay. If one come into the states, come in, just do it legally. Yeah, right. we have a process just like our election that he's completely uprooting at this point. Yeah, so, if, you, if you're a fan of the, the process, process, you have to be a fan him, of all the process. That's 100% yeah. it, buddy. All right. all right, thanks, James. All right. Thanks. All right, have a good weekend. All right. No. Uh, uh, no, 1,000% so no. Yeah, you know, I'm seeing him. Uh, thank God I never did blackface. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thank God I never did it. But, yeah, you go back, and that was a thing that people did for laughs. Billy Crystal did it. You know, I'm not making an excuse for it, but... It's just the willingness to show a little bit of growth and a little bit of, you know, evolution of your character and things like that. And that's the part that Trump doesn't have a, a scrap of that's true, the real problem. True, true. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Hospitals are already swamped with COVID-19 patients around the country, especially uh, on the border in Texas. Now, at least one hospital in California is gearing up for an influx of patients suffering from election stress disorder. 
I could definitely see that, you know, uh, as people are watching the events unfold. It it could be stressful. And I hear a couple of doctors talking about election stress disorder and how this uh, might put an additional strain on medical services. No, don't do that because it'll turn to politics. Don't talk to your friends and family (laughs) unless you vet them ahead of time. I'm feeling a lot of stress because you can't play a little snippet of System of a Down without getting your stream on Facebook kicked <laughs> off. Yeah. That's what happened I think for I, our I Facebook think, I think I played too I, much I played of too it. Much. I, I, the, next, the next song that we play, I'm going to do, I guess, in more, in more of chunks. Yeah. I wonder if... So here's the thing. We can play songs on the radio because... We pay for it. Yeah, we pay for it. We're a radio station. We stream our show. If we play it over the internet, different rules, different universe, different rules apply. And I was wondering, yeah, if you just played like a, like eight seconds of it and then paused and then played another eight seconds of it a little bit later. So System of a Down has new stuff out, and uh, we heard some of it. We'll it hear a little bit more. It's pretty good stuff, yeah. All right, Brandon, over at BuzzAdamsShow.com, there's an article, and it is entitled Election Fraud Conspiracy Theories yeah. Debunked. There are a lot of fact-checking websites. One of the ones on the Internet that's been doing it the longest and has, I, I believe, a very good track record and is is very fair when it comes to this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't often have to. Snopes is the one that I always go to. And uh, I, I, if they've ever had to come back and, and make a correction, it's, it's few and far between. So they're a pretty good source for debunking stuff. Mm-hmm. When Snopes first started out, it was like pictures of alien, like dead alien autopsy and oh, stuff the big like one, that. The big one was uh, the tsunami. Yeah, that was a big one. And it was like, oh, look what the tsunami unearthed. And it was something completely fake. Or- I, it's not as much fun as it was to read in the 90s because a lot more of it is just like fake news, misinformation, politically well, Pretty much what they stuff. are now. But of yeah. course, if you cite them as your source, the person who already believes what you're about to say believes that Snopes is actually in yeah. on everything as well. But first and foremost, I want to apologize for James the Caller. I called him a jackass. I let my emotions get the better of me. I shouldn't do that. Um, I'll take it as a learning experience, become a better human being for it. But I'm getting, like, but here's Look the thing. Look at how easy it was for him to say that. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. I, Look, do, not- I get worked up over this because it is the fact that you aren't able to see what the actual assault on our democracy is, is the problem. When Donald Trump comes out and says, make sure you count those votes, the ones that are for me, because those are legal, keep counting those. I think James but original. But the votes over here that are going for Biden, those have to be illegal. If you don't see that for what it is, I don't know how else to spell it out for you. I do, I do agree that when it comes to a state like Georgia or even Wisconsin, if the vote is close enough, they should request a recount. Trump should request a recount. He should fight for this thing, but he should fight with some sort of sanity. And to come out and make unwarranted claims of fraud is is a true strike at democracy, and it takes away everybody's vote. All right, let me hit you with some of these uh, myths and tell me what the truth is about them. You can see all of them over at BuzzAdamsShow.com. 
Uh, Biden got a vote dump that gave him 100% of uh, about 140,000 votes in Michigan. Yeah. That would be... I mean, come on. The odds against that are pretty long. Well, and the interesting thing is that a lot of these conspiracy theories that keep popping up, oddly enough, come from The Federalist, which is a website that is very pro-Trump, um, very conspiracy theory. This this literally means this when it, it doesn't. Um, and it, it had to do with a typo from a news source called Decision Desk HQ. That's it. Like that, the website is results. So it's a decision. typo. Yeah, and and the website went back and corrected the typo. So when they, yeah, and so when they saw this, of course, he took a snapshot, posted it online with zero background, zero explanation, other than see it's rigged, and then people gobbled it up. Apparently, like the eight spiders that you uh, eat a year, because you know that that's that's a fact as well, right? Like that wasn't completely made up. Did that ever get debunked? Yes, the person who created it came out and said, "I started that to show just how quickly misinformation passes on the internet." Oh, that's the problem. You know, I believe that, and every every January, I just eat eight spiders on January 1st so I can get them out of the way for the year. <laughs> <laughs> I just see Buzz like, looking around his house. God. Yeah, this is why spiders. I, he's popping them in his mouth. This is why I hate New Year's Day. Um, this is how I spend my midnight. Dead people are voting in Michigan. No. Again, somebody posted something that was a video that made it look like this, but it's not based in any sort of fact. It's almost like people... Because uh, look, if... Photoshop weren't a thing, and the ability to edit things weren't real. Um, aliens have taken over our planet multiple times. Uh, they've blown up all sorts of things. We have had massive tsunamis bigger than the ones that we've ever had that have completely engulfed things like the state of Florida. And every movie out there has to be a reality because there would have been no way to fake any of this stuff. I'll say one thing. That and that's the plot to Black Sheep, by the way, with Chris Farley and David Spade. I remember hearing about this when I was a kid. Like, they talk about crooked politics in Chicago and they'll talk about, you know, Mayor Daly makes sure that all the deceased people from the uh, Cook County uh, Cemetery show up, but here's one that, that I want to call out because I see this a lot. I wish people would stop, stop sharing a still photo out of context mm-hmm. and putting text over it describing what's going on. And I've seen this uh, I, I don't like them from either side, but you know, somebody was bombarding me with pictures of Joe Biden uh, kissing his granddaughters. And it's like, they pick a moment in the spot where it looks like they're about to kiss on the lips. But if you look really closely, you know, they're, and some families do. I've seen them. Some families kiss on the lips. Dude, you, know? you saw that dude from 90 Day Fiance. He was making out with his mom. Yeah. Some oh people, my God. right? We don't do it. In my, I had one great aunt who would go in for a kiss on the lip. And you just had to put up with it. And she had this like a little wispy mustache going on and stuff. But <laughs> some people do it. But also, when you're going in, I, I was noticing these pictures is like, look at what a creep out Joe Biden is with his own great. If you stop a picture or take a still picture, you don't know if they were going in, they were going to be on the side of the mm-hmm. cheek or if they, you know, and the one with uh, Ivanka when she was a little girl sitting on her dad's lap, that's a still photo. You can't really judge what the context of that was. I you mean, can do little that. girls do occasionally sit on their father's laps. So. Like, we can do that with Buzz. Like, we'll take a snapshot of him, <laughs> ha- like, half blinking. And say and that I'm high bu- yeah, or Yeah, Buzz is high on the air. <laughs> and that's not... The one thing I hate, and it just really makes me doubt the sincerity and the intelligence of people, is taking a still photo and ascribing all. And when I see those, the first thing I think is 
this says more about the person who posted <laughs> than it does the person uh, in the picture. Yeah. Well, and it, it, the unfortunate thing is when stuff like this comes out of the White House, <laughs> yeah. it completely disintegrates the institution that is the United States of America. And by the way, I, I count it. If it's on the president's Twitter, I count that as coming out of the White House. A lot of people will say, well, he just retweeted Well, he'll say, I just retweeted it. Yeah, but you retweeted it with the authority of the executive branch of the U.S. government. Well, and then the, the last one on here has to do with seven states had more votes cast than actual voters, and there was an image that showed states. Um, let me see here. Nevada, Pennsylvania, Minnesota, North Carolina, Wisconsin, Michigan, Arizona, and Georgia. Shockingly, all the, the, the states that either Biden has won. I mean, North Carolina is the one that I think that we can agree that Biden was not going to come back and, and win that state. Um, but it's showing that the amount of people registered is actually less than the total projected votes. Again, it, it was a completely fake graphic. I saw a lot of things it being shared that I could tell. Somebody, somebody created them as a joke. And then they were seen, they didn't get the joke, and then they spread it, and it becomes misinformation. Without the context that, oh, this is a joke. Look, 138% of registered voters in the state of whatever voted voted for Biden. I, I have a feeling that that was something that was manipulated for comedic purposes, but then it gets lost. Well, yeah, and the thing that I used to think was, oh, well, once everybody get, understands that The Onion is a fake website, <laughs> no. we're not going to really have to worry about fake news anymore. No, because when, when Trump tweets out the things that he does or he makes the claims that he does, when it comes to his base, this was a point that James was making. Well, there's 90, his approval rating among his base. Yeah, that's his base. Like they, they, they've proven that he could do anything. He flat out said it. I could go shoot somebody out on Fifth Avenue and I wouldn't lose any of you people. And that's true. Because you're not fact-checking anything. It's become... I, I, I put something out on Facebook. I put this out eight years ago, okay? So this was during the Obama-Romney uh, election, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. So I tweeted this... Or I, I put this out on Facebook. It said, it makes me sad that most people look at politics the way they look at sports. You fight tooth and nail for a candidate just because of a party affiliation. There's a reason our country currently sucks, and it's you. You are probably the person that thinks you should be entitled to certain things. No, you need to earn what you want. Being born in this country does not make you great. This country gives you the opportunity to be great. But you have to take that opportunity and work for greatness. Nothing will be handed to you and you should never and should never be handed to you. Four years before the Make America Great. Since we're, uh, since we're nice. talking about uh, conspiracy theories and people a little on the wacky end of the spectrum, uh, here's the guy. It was a barbecue beer and freedom. I couldn't remember oh, what that okay. third one was. And he's the guy that jumped oh, yeah, in yeah. in Clark County <laughs> when the guy's trying to talk about uh, the count of the votes and stuff. Mm -hmm. By the way, speaking of the Biden crime family, how many days has it been since Fox has mentioned Hunter Biden's laptop? You want to talk about a story? The COVID story didn't disappear on November 4th, but the Hunter Biden laptop story disappeared like on November 1st. They're like, we got bigger oh. fish to fry. There was another. Ah! <laughs> I love the end of that because he's just like, eh, whatever. What was the question? So here are a couple of remixes and auto tunes. I enjoy these. Drop the bass. Is that nice. the bass? No, 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 no. I want the bass. The... Oh, no. I thought you were saying that that's a representation of what the bass is. The, like the Trump base, like the guy was talking about. Oh, yeah. So it, it's what well, it is. It, it, the, the shirt has no sleeves. It says barbecue beer 
and freedom. freedom. The guy's got a mask on, but it's down around his chin, so it's basically a chin diaper when you wear it like that. <laughs> All right, here's another one. I don't know if they'll drop the base on this one. Yeah! <laughs> All right. Uh, well, our schedule that we had on the board is is completely. Yeah. We got to put the board Whatever. on this on the one of the cameras so people can see what we have <laughs> planned coming well, up and, and how far off we are at this point. Yeah. So we got a true crime report that I should be getting into right now, <laughs> but obviously that ain't happening. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. I saw that uh, trailer for the Witches movie. Yeah. Which has apparently been on for it's HBO for Max, a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. It's been there for a few weeks. Um, this is the one where people with limb differences were upset because the witches and yes. Anne Hathaway has like two two fingers or three fingers instead of... Uh, it's hard to explain, but Anne Hathaway has apologized to people with limb differences over the characters in the witches having only three fingers. It makes it appear as though she has ectrodactyly. Ectrodactyly? Yes. Well, I watched the like whole thing. Ghostbusters. And I think there's a little context here. There, it's a book by Roald Dahl, and you know he said that they, they Roald had, Dahl was a spy. Yeah, he was like a James, like a real life James Bond. Did dude. you know that, Joanna? No. Oh yeah. yeah. Look up the story of Roald Dahl. He was a legit spy. Him and oh Ian God. Fleming were real yeah. life James Bonds during World War it's II. A super cool story. Oh they should God. do a movie about it, right? Anyway. Uh, they're describing the witches, and it's like they their feet don't have any toes. So nobody that I've heard is upset about that. Also, they're bald, and I'm wondering why Brandon isn't having a fit over this movie because the witches are bald. <laughs> <laughs> you saw the trailer, though. Yeah, and it, it's like like an animal claw. I don't think right. the intention was ever to be like, oh, they're deformed like some people actually are. No. It's like they're animal. You know, there's some exactly. kind of animal thing, but and see, they turn the kids. I did into, watch the movie. Oh, did you? I, th- I thought it was very good. And also, and one of the things the people are upset about is that. The people with the limb differences, that is, the witches, are are evil. But, I mean, really, that's the thing. They have their big meeting, and all the witches take their wigs off, right. and they're all bald as cue balls. And I'm just like, well, the you know, uh, follically challenged people. I'm not making fun of the thing. It's just, you know, you can't portray anything fantastic right. in a movie at some point. We I think, to, I think the feeling still is that, that, that intent intent needs to be taken into account at this point because you're going to be able to take offense to everything and this is where cancel culture has gone way too far where it's well that didn't make me feel good for a little bit or i think they might be trying to make fun of something so now i have to complain i need to be in an uproar i need to put this on twitter i need to get a bunch of people behind me when it's like no the problem with cancel culture too is if you outright want to cancel something and just have them if it's somebody who's on the air or if it's somebody on television or whoever it is you're not allowing room for growth the point should be to educate and allow human beings to grow well that's and to what, become a better better human being when i hear a story that x celebrity or x politician did this 25 years ago i think oh you know what that's that's interesting but i also want to know what they've done since, since then yeah. you know like what it's what their behavior's been uh since this so and i look i'll tell you this you think that everybody that's politically on the left is totally all in on this cancel culture. They are not. I can tell you that. I communicate with people that are pretty far over there on the left, and this idea of everything is an outrage uh, is not something that flies very well on that side of the spectrum either. 
In our five seconds of news, after Borat 2 came out, somebody started a GoFundMe for the nice woman who tried to help Borat's daughter. In related news, someone else started a GoFundMe to buy Rudy Giuliani stretchier pants. (laughs) It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Is it uh, too early for Christmas, or could I get away with it, Christmas? I think you can get away with it. Oh, wait, are you talking about Christmas in jail, the theme? How about in honor of Lori Loughlin? Who we got a reporting it? Yeah. We got a report that she is not doing well. This is from TMZ, and they say that she's not adapting. Which, well, of course, you were like a super rich, famous white lady who got everything you ever wanted. (laughs) I mean, just living like a regular person has got to be a nightmare, much less being in prison. Ah, Christmas Ah. in jail. Christmas in jail. Then the New Year's Eve in the clink. Ba-dum, 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 ba-ball. Actual <laughs> crime stories from around the world and across the nation. And we're going to begin with our our top story. I guess it's on the big screen, so you guys can see some of the... Uh, <laughs> you can see some of the mugshots that are included. Noise. A scammer somehow convinced a 72-year-old grandmother in... In Texas, that he, number one, that he's uh, Jason Momoa, a.k.a. Aquaman, and that he is madly in love with her and wants to be with her. He seems pretty content with where he's at in life. He's with Lisa Bonet, so we do know he likes older women. I feel like he's also in a throuple with Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, they're like best friends, right? Like, They're cool with each other, but it hurts we're to gonna... see somebody else live out your dream. Lisa <laughs> so, so the the woman wouldn't go to the police because she, she believed it's like, actually. I want to be American woman. <laughs> she believed it was actually uh, Jason Momoa, and she still believes that. So we're going to hear from the woman. We're going to hear from her son, who finally went to the authorities, and we're going to hear from somebody from the police department. But she says, "Well, here you can hear what she says." I left that out. She's transferred like these massive sums of money, and she's not super rich. So we're talking about tens of thousands of dollars that she's given to this guy, which would make you think, you're Jason Momoa. Shouldn't you be giving me money? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Right? I'm a 72-year-old lady, probably on a fixed income. Oh, my God. It's not Yolanda, is it? It sounds like the lady on 90 Day. Is that Yolanda? Yolanda, who was dating Williams. Yo, I just finished that season. Right? Isn't that nuts, Joanna? Yeah. And her kids are telling her, you're being scammed. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know. I just feel like there's a connection between us. Uh-huh. And it's clear that she's being scammed. Somehow, he has a phone, but the camera's but the always camera broken. Never, and the kids are all, when my camera breaks on the phone, I just get a new also, one. Also, <laughs> she was going to fly to England, but he couldn't tell her the name Which of the airport. airport? <laughs> oh, my God. And the daughter was like, this is shady. Um, yeah, keep it with your elderly relatives. Just kind of keep, uh, you know, keep abreast of what's going on in their life, I guess. Let them realize that not everything on the internet is real. Okay, so we've heard plenty of crime stories where somebody got caught and they had uh, drugs and paraphernalia in their, in their butt. Yep. <laughs> this is a guy who got uh, busted. He was hiding drugs in someone else's butt. Oh, a uh, guy in Minnesota recently uh, got busted for hiding a bag of drugs in the buttocks of someone else. 25-year-old Mahad Mohammed was driving, and a younger guy in his teens was sitting in the passenger seat. When police searched them, they found a baggie of cocaine tucked in the teenager's uh, backside. 
The 25-year-old man, though, Mr. Muhammad, eventually admitted that they were his drugs, and he told the teenager to hide them in his pants. So he's saying, I said, I just told him hide them in his pants. I didn't, I didn't go that far. He did that on his own. This uh, traffic stop happened back in 2018, but the reason it's in the news is he just pleaded guilty on Monday to second-degree uh, drug possession and will be sentenced in December. This is Gilbert Cordero, and he was arrested in Oklahoma City. 23-year-old uh, Gilbert Cordero from Oklahoma City uh, pulled a very bold move at an adult store. And uh, by adult store, I mean, is there, you know, dirty movies and yeah, adult toys? Yeah. Adult, yeah, okay, I just want to make sure everybody knew what I was talking about. <laughs> Mr. Cordero walked through the aisle, uh, found a product he was interested in, so just started using it right there uh, without paying for it. And this involved him uh, trying it out with his with his junk. We do not know the specific product, but court documents say it was, quote, a piece of merchandise designed for self-gratification. So maybe a flashlight. I was going to say, what is hand? Uh, an employee observed the entire thing happen and called the police. The employee also said that she recognized Mr. Cordero because he had recently applied for a job at the sex shop. Anyway, his trial is uh, just beginning, and the charge is outraging public decency. All right. This is maybe the most only in 2020 story that you're going to hear this week. It involves a bank robbery in Fallbrook, California. A man in either his 30s or early 40s went into a Chase Bank branch on Saturday and said that it was a robbery. So he announced that he was robbing the bank. The teller noticed that he was not wearing a mask and told him to put on a mask before she gave him any money, which he did, and then robbed the place. Imagine just trying to explain that to yourself. If you could go back in time one year and explain why a bank robber had to put on a mask. He's an anti-masker. <laughs> uh, so he put the mask on and, and the robbery continued. The teller who had made him put on the mask gave him some cash and the man ran off. But because he went in without a mask at first, the police have security video and they're trying to use that to track him down. So here are a couple photos this is the uh, this is the man uh, walking up. You see, he doesn't have a mask there, Joanna. Uh huh. Okay. And uh, I suppose this is the teller down here in this uh-huh. corner. And I can't tell he or she tells him, "Look, if you're going to rob this bank, we got rules. You got to put a mask on." <laughs> and this is when he did put the mask on. No word on. <laughs> nothing in the story says if he had the mask all along. If they said. Fortunately, we have masks we have, available for customers and robbers. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's a Florida man game. Are you ready? Yes, do that. Oh, yeah. This is uh, such an active true crime report, but I think I still need to play the Florida man theme. Florida man. Florida man who never fears any bodily harm. Florida man, <laughs> Florida man. 
batter full of bees who tries to fight every cop he sees. Florida man, Florida man. Florida man. Uh, here is the headline with one word missing. Your job is going to be to uh, put in the right word in the blank. Are you ready? Here's the headline. Florida man pulls gun after someone questions his blank after he revs his engine. That is kind of a confusing headline. I'll grant you that. Okay, so Florida man pulls gun after someone questions his blank after he revs his engine. After he what his engine? Done. Revs. Oh, revs. Okay. You know, so... Okay. I guess it was quite loud and... He ended up pulling a gun after someone questioned his blank. All right, our panel is writing down their answers. Our listeners are writing down their answers. Facebook chatters are probably entering their answers, so nobody look at the Facebook chat right now if you want to avoid spoilers. Just about five more seconds here until okay. we get your answers. You got yours in, jo- Joanna? Yes. Brandon? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mine came quick. Here we go. Let's uh, go with Joanna first. Uh, Florida man pulls gun after someone questions his blank after he revs his engine. All right. I put missing teeth. Oh, my. Because, you know. Someone questions his. Missing teeth. So he gave his engine a rev, and then somebody said, where are your teeth? Where's the rest of them teeth? All right. Brandon, Florida man pulls gun after someone questions his blank after he revs his engine. Well, my actual answer is manhood, but I wrote down penis. <laughs> Either because one of those answers would be many... acceptable, and that is correct. Woo! Oh, penis! Woo, woo, woo! Uh, manhood size. So it's very specific. So let me tell you what happened uh, in Florida. On Saturday night, that would be Halloween night, 21-year-old <laughs> Dustin Coons from... <laughs> never seen this town name before ramrod key florida <laughs> have you ever heard of that <laughs> say team ramrod say team ramrod team ramrod have no, you ever heard of that town troopers. you don't know what the hell i'm doing uh ramrod florida no ramrod key florida no uh he pulled up behind a guy and revved the engine really loud on his jeep the guy in front of him looked at him and said, quote, you must have a really small, and it was a slang word for penis, <laughs> that rhymes with click. Ah. Ah, okay. You must have a really small that. Because oh, he revved the engine. Yeah. Oh. You must have a really I small. I say that a lot when I hear guys do that. Right? Or I'm just like, sorry about your penis. <laughs> you don't say it where they can hear you, though. No, in the safety of my own. Yeah, because people are crazy. Beyond yeah. yeah, exactly. in the Facebook chat is saying, please isolate Joanna, excitedly going, oh, penis! Oh, penis! <laughs> yeah, get that one. Put that on the Joanna soundboard. I do. I do. Soundboard, rather. Uh, so after after that, uh, Mr. Coons, that's the 21-year-old guy in the Jeep, responded by pulling out a gun and pointing it at the guy <laughs> in his car. You're not helping your case there, buddy. This is from the police report that was taken. Uh, so the... The guy who said, you must have a small blank, says that he held the gun sideways like he was in a 90s action movie. Yeah, there you go. So that actually doesn't do a whole lot to disprove the small manhood theory. He's in in New Jack City. 
Well, the uh, driver called the cops, and Mr. Coons was arrested for felony aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. I guess just pointing a weapon could be felony aggravated assault. Also with carrying a concealed weapon and dealing in stolen property, but I don't know what that's about. Oh, here you go. I just need to read on. The stolen property was the gun. Ah, of course. Because uh, Dustin admitted that he had bought it, quote, on the street. Oh, good lord. (laughs) So So, uh, there you go. There's the Florida man who pulled a gun because he revved his engine, and the guy said, you must have a really small... Just know, gentlemen, that every time you do that, that's what we all think. Yeah. Is there anything else... Even us guys. Is there anything else that somebody (laughs) does, and the first thing you think is, man, you must have a really tiny... Yeah, like, I bet that dude's just walking around with a third leg over there. No. I never think, oh my God, that guy must have a big penis. How about when when they pull up, and it's just like... The bass is so thumping that it makes your car rattle. Oh, yeah, I hate that. Yeah, do you ever think, okay, somebody's compensating for something there, right? Yeah, definitely. Is there anything else that makes you think somebody's not uh, When they have those big-ass trucks with, like, big tires. When you've got truck nuts on your truck, I think... I think those are the only nuts that you possess. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we got a winner on the Florida <laughs> Man right. game, guys, and that is exciting. Florida Man, Florida Man, tried to dab his boss with, with a sewer rat. rat. Florida Man, Florida Man. Is human meat. Here we go. Game Marco Rubio a Senate seat. Florida, Florida Man, Florida Man, Florida Man, Florida Man. Florida man. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. We have an update in the Big. count of the elections. This is of the yeah. votes of the states that are still uh, in question. Uh, but I leave this to Brandon because he's just got the enthusiasm. I got to tell you, honestly, I am. Uh, I'm a little exhausted. Oh my god, I'm so excited! This I'm is amazing. The fact too. that this is taking four days only makes it better. At least also, for me personally. Seeing Brandon like that drains me. Right, I can't match his level of enthusiasm. Exactly. That's okay, I got enough energy for everybody because the Great. biggest news that just came in, Biden just passed Trump in Pennsylvania. He has about, uh, I think it's a 6,000 vote lead in the state of Pennsylvania. A lot of the votes that they have coming in right now are those mail-in ballots. No, they were not just random ballots that happened to show up at the uh, where they're counting the votes. These were actual mail-in ballots that people requested, filled out, and sent in, and they're getting to now. And yesterday, they kept talking about how for Biden to overtake Trump in Pennsylvania, he needed about a 63 percent. He needed to get 63 percent of those new votes that were coming in to pass Trump and to possibly beat Trump in the state of Pennsylvania, where a lot of these votes are coming in at. It's uh, Philadelphia area, and he's getting about 90 percent of those votes. But all of the votes aren't being counted yet because you do also have to take into account the military votes. It goes for the same for the state of Georgia as well. But as of now, this morning, Joe Biden has taken the lead in Pennsylvania and taken the lead in Georgia. Georgia. Oh, and no, a um, a black Chrysler 300 and a Ferrari did not show up to uh, a place where they were counting votes 
in what? Michigan with 130,000 votes with Joe Biden's name on them. Wait, what showed up with what? With that, what? <laughs> this was another conspiracy theory I saw yesterday, and it just it's it saddens me. You know, I don't I don't even think these things deserve theory. I mean, the conspiracy part, yeah, but is this even a th- like what what did it say? It was uh, footage of a lady who was in Michigan, in Detroit, and she made this claim that well, I just spoke with somebody who told me this. Okay. Oh, so they right didn't there. have the actual no, thing of it happening. No, that right there is already a I red just talked flag. to somebody who told me that they and saw. And here's what this person saw. But of course, since it already backs up what other people are believing, it's got to be shared and it has to be the truth, especially if you're pro-Trump, because it, it helps explain why he's losing. Despite the, pa- the fact that we called this two, three weeks ago, Bernie Sanders called this and said this flat out, this is what I think is going to happen. And most people knew about this. The state of Ohio and the state of, um, well, I'll just stick on Ohio for right now. Uh, the way that that went down was Biden had an early lead because in Ohio, or Florida was the other one. The reason Biden had early leads is because they were counting the mail-in ballots first. Then they got to the day of ballots and Trump made a comeback because they were allowed to count those votes before a state like Philadelphia. They weren't allowed to touch those votes yet. So they had to wait, which is why it's taken this long to get to all of those mail-in ballots. So that's where you're seeing the reverse. Trump had the lead and Biden is coming back. And it's becoming this big conspiracy theory. And what this lady's video said was they were ready to close down. They were shutting down, and I, and I hate saying this without enough caveats to let people know this is complete crap and it's garbage. Uh-huh. Is that well? A, it was just something some lady was repeating from second or third hand. But I know. But what I don't want is for me to say, say it on and the then air. Say and, I heard and it somebody, on the Yeah, buzz. and somebody only hears this portion of it and they think, oh, it has to be true. No, this is not true. There's, it, it's this did not happen. It was that a Chrysler 300 and a Ferrari showed up where they were counting votes after they were ready to close down. Why a Ferrari? Dude, 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 dude. So somebody's like, hey, we need to sneak these votes in, but we really want to do it like kind of on the down low. So don't do anything flashy. Yeah, yeah, that's the exact point. Somebody Make no attention to yourself. Oh, Oh, my God. You guys nailed it because that's what's over on the conspiracy subreddit was somebody shared that video of this lady and they apparently did. So whoever was in these cars showed up with 130,000 votes and they were all 100 percent Biden, which makes no sense because none of the the, the vote dumps have been like that. But also the, the top comment that somebody put on this post was, yeah, when I'm trying to be inconspicuous and I don't want to be recognized, I'd be I'm sure to take my Ferrari out for it. So, and just the, the, like the fact that you can't see through this stuff is is the problem. Now, again, when it comes to Wisconsin or Georgia or Pennsylvania or any of these states that are crazy close, Trump should request a recount. That is within his right to do that. Look, if he there's absolutely a sta- if should. The rules vary from state to state. If your state allows a recount, then do the recount. Sure. Yeah. He he. He has earned that. He deserves that. He is running for president, and he deserves to have the most balanced and fair election. But to come out and say that because you're now losing, it's fraud, it completely topples our system of democracy, and it it, it dismisses all of these other people's votes, which is just, it's egregious on his part. 
And if uh, I've seen some people saying, well, why are all it's, is it just coincidence that all the mail in votes are so heavily for Biden? No, it's no. not coincidence. It was because, known because it was the Democrats that requested the mail in ballots. And there Trump was, was telling his people go vote in person. There was one candidate mm-hmm. who was saying that it's a fraud. So his, you know, it shouldn't be a surprise when these votes are coming in that a lot of people listen to what Donald Trump says, take it to heart. And, uh, you know, he, he was saying, Mail-in votes are, are a fraud, so it's no surprise that that he's losing the mail-in votes. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. I just wanted to uh, pass on the COVID data for the city of El Paso, Ooh. and uh, this is this is alarming. But uh, thirteen hundred new cases. So, yeah, I think we've kind of the new normal has been. I hate saying cliches like the new normal. But yeah. The new normal has has been like a thousand, two thousand mm-hmm. uh, per day. The thing that really stands out though is reporting eighteen deaths, bringing the total of deaths in El Paso to six hundred fifty-seven. And some of those deaths were younger people. There was a male in his twenties, a female in her forties, a male in his fifties. Uh, yes, all had underlying health conditions. You know, I think we've talked about this before. Those underlying health conditions are not rare, exotic things. Yeah. You know, there are a lot yeah, of things yeah, that yeah, a lot yeah. of people have. Uh, I'm remi- pretty sure if you took a poll, the vast majority of people would have some sort of an underlying condition. Don't you think? In, yes. You know, if you're counting, like, not mor- not morbid obesity, but just just obesity as one of the underlying health conditions, which they do. Uh, diabetes can count. As a reminder, and this is an important reminder, the deaths did not necessarily occur on the same day, but rather between the third week of August, the first week of November. So, uh, but but when they get reported, we're, you know, 18, if you have 18 one day, that doesn't mean they all happened on the previous day, but you can get additional information at epstrong.org. That is epstrong.org for the latest. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. You did that on purpose. You had no. that system of a down. No, that was. What that was, was that like chop suey or something? That was already. Uh, that was already scheduled there. The the day in the life of System of a Down. Sweet. We've uh, got some new tracks from System of a Down, and earlier, yeah. this guy has booted off Facebook for a couple minutes. So you think you could play a little bit? Can I'm you gonna, play a little bit of the first one we heard earlier? Yeah, I'm going to try to chunk this up a little bit. So. Um, it, we hopefully don't get pinged, so it's going to be broken up. But we have two new tracks from System of a Down, and this is the first one. This is called Genocidal Humanoids. All right, enough. Oh, yeah. I don't right. want to get pinged. Gonna... So it let it pause for a second. I think this is like where we don't have anything scheduled. This is almost like free time here. So I was going to oh. talk about a new movie that's actually in theaters today where they're allowed to have movies in theaters I got a little trivia question for you guys attached to that. Love it. Uh, I'm just kind of spacing this out so we can go back and listen to more of it. Padding it up, yo. So this is more of that song. This is more of uh, genocidal humanoids. So if you you can't really hear the lyrics there, or if you're not picking up on it, terrorists were fighting and we're never going to stop. The prostitutes who prosecute have failed us from the start. I think System of a Down is one of those Same. bands where their lyrics are really clear. Like there are some bands where it's like, oh, you can you can understand it. Like Cake, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can yeah. understand what Cake's doing. Uh, System of a Down is kind of like that too. And then they get pretty quick here. All right, so that that is... fast part sounded like something uh, like a metal version of something out of Hamilton. 
All right, so then this other song, this is the one we haven't played yet. This one is called They Protect the Land. You okay. better not play a whole lot. Oh, that's, right, that's why I brought it down. It's the build-up, baby. It's the build-up. All right, just so we can space this out, people also want to know why I'm putting tissue paper on the camera during commercial breaks. I can address that <laughs> if you want me to. Absolutely. Okay. So this one, a little more, I don't, I don't want to call it down-tempo, but obviously not as, as quick as the other one. So there you go. It's two new tracks from System of a Down. You have one called Protect the Land, and the other one is Genocidal Humanoids. Why has it been 15 years since a System of a Down concert or they, uh, album? album. They, yeah. they'd, they'd split up. They were kind of doing their own thing. And they remember recently, in the past few years, they'd gotten back together, and they were working on new music. But all the reports kept coming out that the band just couldn't agree on the direction that they wanted to go with the music. So despite the fact there was new stuff, we didn't think it was ever going to be released. And they even said, they're like, look, we don't hate each other. Um, this isn't this isn't anything to do with us breaking up again. It's just we're not in agreement right now. Mm-hmm. They're great live, man. Uh, Nonstop, dude. Like, Joanna, when you saw them, there was no breaks between the no songs, breaks. right? Yeah. It, one song right after the other. Oh, and it's intense, dude. Like, if you think my election coverage is intense, go to a System of Down show. It's great. New movie uh, in theaters where theaters are, are running movies. I have the, the only movie I've seen since like February is mm-hmm. Tenet. Tenet yeah, it? we went to go see Tenet in the theater. Uh, Diane Lane and Kevin Costner star in a new movie called Let Him Go. Um, my question is, can you name another movie that Diane Lane and Kevin Costner played a married couple in? I think they're a married couple in this one. Can you name another movie off the top of your head that Kevin Costner and Diane, Diane Lane, Lane? Yeah. No? Played a couple. Yeah, you um, can. Um, Man of Steel? Yes. Oh, that's right. I was going to say, where's the one where she has an affair? But no, I think her husband in that one is That Richard was Richard Gere. That's Richard Gere where he cracks the guy in the oh, head with the thing. Just like out of the blue. It's like, well, this movie's kind of, holy crap. He just busted that guy's head. He killed him. Yeah, I remember I saw that. You know how we'll get early screenings? What was that called? Unfaithful. Unfaithful, Unfaithful, right? And I remember we saw that. And my boss at the first place that I interned, he took a group of the interns and some listeners to a special showing of that movie. And when we were leaving, we were like, dude, that's a pretty messed up movie to take us to, man. Like, like it was. It, it ended really dark, and we're like, what, what, are you, what are you doing with this here? Of course, I don't think he knew how the movie ended. It was just that he had the opportunity to take us out for a movie. Yeah, they played uh, Superman's adopted parents, the Kent in uh, the Kents, rather in Man of Steel. Remember, the thing was oh, there was a tornado, and no. Superman couldn't save him, and Kevin right. Costner's. Like, no, don't do it. Yeah, he was like, no, it's okay. It's okay. No more system of a down for us. Why? We got pinged. Oh, it happened? Yeah. We got to figure out, like, how much we can play without getting pinged. Okay, I have a suggestion from a friend, and I'll send it to you. You can't. Is it moved to Twitch? (laughs) Because we've we've gotten those suggestions. And that's one that I'm making. playing it at a different speed. No. Well, it's not that easy because then I'd have to record the whole thing, and True. and they do they they do do go to catch that stuff as well at this point. Like their algorithms are are on it, man. Look, I don't want to pirate music here, but occasionally, can you imagine if we were a show that like played a lot of music and we're trying to do a podcast or a what's it called live a stream? live stream? Yeah. Well, that's why you don't see a lot of live streams like that. So we'll probably be up in a minute or two. Yeah. I mean, I could I could switch it now if you you know, 
if you can go without me for 60 seconds, I got to walk all the way over to the side of the room and set it up. Uh, sure. Cool. Yeah, go ahead. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> I'll give you See a topic. My, yeah. I'll, I'll give you a topic. Yeah. Any minute now, they're expecting new results from Pennsylvania and Georgia. Talk amongst yourselves. The Missouri Compromise was neither in Missouri nor a compromise. <laughs> <laughs> People want to know wh- why I'm sticking tissue up on the camera during the break. Well, because Lisa's not there, and what Brandon's doing right now, walking around to the other side and messing with the thing, he's he's too busy doing that. So normally, we got like six cameras that we can switch back and forth and you know put it on who's talking and stuff, but somebody's got to do it. It's over there. Kind of where Lisa sits. Brandon, let me know when you're. It's all the way on the other side. And I've and some been people in wanted to know, position. well, why do you not want us to see you? Everybody deserves a break. There's a lot of speculation, you know, that I'm doing lines or that I'm picking my nose. <laughs> what, yeah. Whatever it is, I think every, you know, if you were in a fishbowl and people were just looking at you nonstop for five hours, First, at some like, point why? you would want to, I want to eat a snack. I don't want people watching me eat, although you see that sometimes First on the camera. First they complain, why is the camera not on? And then the camera stays on and they're like, why is it just on buzz? Okay, I, I agree. Now, nose. one thing I can agree with is I think it could be on other people more. I don't know why it's always on me. And, you know, these, especially the guys, want to see uh, you and Lisa more. So I'm totally, the, uh, I'm it's all about that. Like that. And then we're, we have to explain. Lisa recently moved from Buzz's studio to the other one, and there's no camera on her. There's no. We're going to start fixing all that, no. by the way. We should Look, be back up and running here. I suspect Lisa doesn't want to be on camera. For a lot of the same reasons, I do. I don't want to be on the camera. Right, because right? then you got to worry. I oh. like it when it's on you because I'm in the back. Though. I got I got into radio instead of television or movies for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> I tell my mom that all the time. She's all, Joanna, put some makeup on, and I'm a mother. I'm in radio for a reason. Uh, we Did you have an update uh, on some of the numbers, or you said an update was coming up soon on the election? The last I saw was just the headline that said that there's an update coming up soon. Biden has overtaken Trump in Pennsylvania by 6,737 votes. Say that again. I'm sorry. Uh, Biden has overtaken Trump in Pennsylvania by 6,737 votes. Um, and it just says coming up soon, Pennsylvania and Georgia, I believe, will give us updates. Georgia. Georgia. There's a there's a guy in our chat, Richie. I uh, do declare. And Richie seems to really have a good feel for this. I don't know if he's got a background in political science or you know, but uh, he says this thing is over. But I doubt if the you know, like uh, Chris Cuomo and those others are saying it yet. I I think they're going to wait until. Well, I don't know. Do you have any prediction, Brandon, of when they'll actually come out and say this is who the new president's going to be in January? Well, it's difficult. Or this is who the old president's going to be in January. Yes. Even the fact that (laughs) Biden has taken the lead in Pennsylvania and in Georgia, still holds the lead in Arizona and in Nevada, there's still a lot of votes to be counted. Because you'll notice if you're watching when they're going through all the different counties and stuff and it shows you the percentage that they have. that they've counted. It's like, you know, 95 or, you know, some of them are up to 99%. One of the reasons a lot of those aren't showing 100% is because there are still military ballots out there and they still have time to turn those in. And again, this is all about getting everybody's vote to count, not this hot garbage that Trump is spewing about, well, we want every legal 
vote. No, his definition of a legal vote is one for him. Well, that's his definition that's... of an illegal vote is one for Biden, which is it's it's stupid. So they want every vote to count. And it could sway the election. This is still not over. Trump is just already throwing a fit. But he has been preparing for this since 2016. He won 2016, and he still called it. You know, a one farce of the reasons. Fraud. The, the one of the re- that's right. You know, after he won the election, he spent the first year of his term complaining that that it was a, a massive voter fraud went on. So this is no surprise. Yeah, we were talking about this. We're like, dude, he he claimed fraud when he won. What do you think he's going to do when he loses? And he had said during the confirmation of Amy Coney Barrett that they needed to get this done. And he, one thing Trump does is like there are things that other people wouldn't say because it would reveal like how sneaky you're trying to be. And I I guess just part of his character, he doesn't care admitting that. So he had said. We need to get this done before the election in case it goes to the courts, and I want the Supreme Court packed with my uh, as many appointees as I can. I'm not sure it's going to make it that far because he I don't keeps, think it'll make it that far he either. He keeps filing, all and they of keep these getting losses, rejected, and by they all keep courts. getting rejected right. because they're based on nothing. So they've got in USA Today via the El Paso Times uh, an article: "What if Trump doesn't concede? Do you want to hear what they say?" Hell yeah. So, meaning, you know, if everybody's saying, guys, the counts are in, the, we've done the recounts, and he still won't and concede. And Trump's in the back like, I'm not going anywhere! <laughs> Here's what it says. When a candidate loses a U.S. presidential election, tradition holds the candidate promptly and publicly acknowledges defeat to help with the peaceful transition of power. Sure. That's okay. always the way it's been. The concession speech is typically a gracious celebration of democracy. John McCain's concession to Barack Obama in 2008 has been held up as an example of the tradition done right. And then they quote what John McCain said. The American people have spoken and they have spoken clearly. A little while ago, I had the honor of calling Senator Barack Obama to congratulate him on being elected the next president of the country that we both love. Beautiful. Oh, my God. I got chills. Right? Ah, it was a different time. Of course, Trump hates John McCain. so long ago. John McCain might have been the only man that Trump hated more than Obama. No, I take that back. He's got that old black thing uh, going on. But uh, back to the article. It says a concession speech isn't part of U.S. law or the Constitution. It's a time-honored voluntary gesture. What could happen? Well, all the time-honored, you know, voluntary gestures that have come with the presidency, he hasn't done. He mocks all all of it. True. Now he's more of a a jester than a gesture. Hey, Olf. What would happen if President Donald Trump, who has declined to commit to a peaceful transfer of power, refused to concede to Joe Biden? Without a concession, usually hidden parts of the election process, such as the inner workings of the Electoral College could be ripped open and used to decide the election in an unprecedented way. All right, well, that sounds kind of ominous. Yeah. It would mean a race could be headed for a result decided by the courts or obscure parts of the law. But a concession signals that supporters should accept the results, which won't be further challenged. That is not reassuring to me. Yeah, you know, when I started reading this, I thought it was going to be, well, if he doesn't concede, it'll be like this embarrassing break from tradition. But it's saying it's getting into this stuff that we've never explored. And uh, God, it it just sounds scary. There's there's breaking news right now that says that that 
um, another judge has declined yet another one of Trump's lawsuits to stop the count in Pennsylvania. Well, you know how this is going to go. And it's it's going to be Trump's going to claim if it's a Demo- if it's a judge who's a known Democrat, he's going to say, well, he's biased because he's Democrat. If it's a judge who's a known uh, Republican, he's going to say, well, he's just a rhino, you know, or a never Trumper. I after four years, I think I, I have a good idea of that's, what Trump's moves are going to be. That's kind of what Stephen Colbert was talking about last night, how this he has not broken from what he does. It's the same mm-hmm. thing over and over again. We knew this was coming. And it's and it's it's par for the course. I keep saying to myself, "Don't be surprised by anything Donald Trump does." Just you know, why? Are, but I still am. You know, something some new outrage comes out. Uh, Augustine, hello, Augustine. Hey, Bud. Good morning. Good morning, Brandon. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, morning Augustine. I, say, I, I just wanted to say one thing is the following, and I know Brandon and people are not going to agree, but. I am so waiting for your next Facebook post, Buzz. I am... My Facebook post? Really? Wait, why would yeah. I not agree with that? You, you haven't agreed with it before, but uh, I guess... Oh, uh, no, no. His personal Facebook page? Now nah, he can do whatever he wants. We just make fun of him because he's just that, that angry old man that's just yelling into his computer yeah, at this point. Augustine, like, sometimes, I don't care about that. Sometimes <laughs> they look at the times and they realize that I'm up yeah. way later like, than you, I should you be. You should be in bed, man. And I'm going back and forth with Trumpies and, you know, let, you know, it's not healthy. I'll admit that. <laughs> it's, it's not something a secure person would do, for sure, but... I, I do... I just have to say that your your Facebook posts and the comments are the most hilarious things I have read in the last six months, and 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 you guys laughed at me for actually saying that a while back. So oh, the, you mean the other guys on the show? I wonder if I could monetize that. I actually think I, you know, like my Facebook posts. Sometimes I'll I'll look in self admiration and go, "Wow, that was well crafted Facebook post." But I don't know how to <laughs> I don't know how to make a living off of it. So. Follow Trump's right. plan. Run for office. Thanks, Augustine. Appreciate Thanks, it, buddy. Good, All right. Good morning, everybody. Have a great morning, weekend. Augustine. All right. So they were talking about some of the weird things in the law. There's a. Did you read the thing where they were saying? Well, I'll come back in just a second. Where. It could be the Congress decides who the president is, and the Senate gets to decide who the vice president. Vice president, and it could be different people. So it could be like Biden and Trump, or Pence and Ed Biden, or something weird like that. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Join us. Got entertainment news coming up in a few moments. I've got a new Mandalorian that's just sitting there on my Disney Plus, just waiting to be watched. (laughs) Was that Boba Fett? No. Oh. Oh no. The guy at the end. I was. Yeah. I was like, no. There's Timmy. Uh, Timothy Olaf. Well, no. Timothy <laughs> Clearly not Boba Fett. No. At the end of the episode, Brandon's going to post up uh, debunking misinformation and conspiracy theories surrounding this uh, election. And there's, a, and there's a lot of them, and it's it's to the point I can't even keep up with them. But we we received an email from somebody that says. Wisconsin has more votes than registered voters. Trump's remarks about legal votes is valid. Well, let me take a breath. All right. While you're doing that, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into it right now. All no, right. that's that's been debunked at this point. That's not a fact. Just because you saw it on the internet does not make it a reality. I don't know how else to spell it out for you. Somebody created a phony picture 
that took two different sets of numbers that showed seven different states with voters compared to the amount of votes that were expected and somehow the amount of votes were more than the actual voters that has been debunked, that has been proven that this is 100% garbage. I don't know how else to explain it to you. Do you think we're now, if you're going to make any kind of uh, claim on, on social media, you gotta you got to show your work? I think so. <laughs> I do this with my yeah. nine-year-old all the time when she's doing her math. And I'm like, well, how did you find this answer? Well, I don't know. Oh, I, I now know that you flipped to the back of the book to find all the answers because you didn't show your work. And it's, again, we got this email. Let me see your and- source. I mean, usually when somebody shows their source on some kind of outrageous claim, the source itself kind of gives you an idea. It's very, very Highly dubious. questionable. But I want to play something here really quick. This came from Colbert last night. All right. And obviously he was, he was uh. pretty upset with everything that's going down. That was October 20th, 2016. Where he said, if I win, now, take yourself back to the playground days. And you're playing any sort of a game. It could be tag. It could be basketball. It could be baseball. Whatever it is. There was always that one kid that when they were losing would either try to change the rules or claim a misunderstanding. Or, no, 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 you said the end zone started at the mailbox. It didn't start at the light pole. Or, no, 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 that foul pole's not that tree. It's that tree over there. No, I was down on freeze tag or or cartoon tag. I yelled Elmer Fudd. There's always that one kid. I said one, two, three, get off my father's apple tree. There he goes. (laughs) There's always that one kid that doesn't take losing well. We have known this about Trump. Trump's First a board off, flipper. The uh, oh, he's a board flipper, hands down, man. When it like you, you cross monopoly, you don't give him his $200 quick enough, he's going to flip the board. But there's always that one kid and that is what our president is. Our president of the United States of America is doing everything he can to undermine this election with zero proof. Now the other side's going to tell you, "Oh, well, it's, it's Biden." And it's all this other stuff that, that they're trying to undermine our election. There has been zero proof of that. This was known weeks ago that Democrats were the ones that were requesting the mail-in ballots. You knew how this was going to go. In the state of Ohio and in Florida, you saw the reverse of this. Because they were able to count their mail-in ballots first. That's why Biden had a lead in both of those states early on on election day. There's going to be But a when l- they finally got to the election day, the the walk-up votes, those were more for Trump. So he was able to come back and make up that ground. Now when it came to Pennsylvania and Georgia and Arizona, who blocked them from being able to count the mail-in ballots first? Republicans did. They did it as a strategic move to cry foul now. And it is a detriment to our country. It's to our election system. And everybody should be outraged because what Donald Trump is doing right now is trying to take your vote out of your hand. According to him, legal votes are votes for him. He Illegal to, votes are ones for Biden. He, wants to, he realizes now that he's going to have to move it to the courts. And... So far, to their their credit, the judges have been turning this down. You know what is kind of funny, though? 
Hmm. Padilla did just make a really good point in the Facebook chat. Padilla did? Yeah. Padilla. I'm shocked. He said, he said Buzz changes the rules when he's losing. <laughs> That's not a lie. Yeah, I've never claimed I'm I'm a person worthy to hold any but kind Buzz of office. But Buzz isn't our though. president. Yeah. So. We got a call uh, coming in here, and it is Rick. Hi, Rick. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, Rick. What's up? Hey, I just found it kind of funny to sit here and listen to you guys talk about the president can't accept the results when, in reality, Democrats and people for the last four years haven't accepted those results. So I think it's kind of hypocritical that you guys are talking about something that's really close within a couple thousand votes, you know, Pennsylvania, for instance. So you, you don't think that's a double standard that you guys push out to your listeners? Who no, hasn't, not at all. Who, not hasn't at all. Sec- who, who are you saying hasn't accepted the results of the 2016 election? I'm, I'm pretty sure every Democrat and everybody who supports them for the last four years because it's been nothing but investigation. Did we forget the whole Russia charade? Oh, that well, wasn't a charade. I think the, now that we can get some work done without this kind of shenanigans that have been going on in this White House, I think they're going to prove a lot, and there are going to be more people in this administration going to jail. I think Rudy Giuliani's going to jail. So you can say it was a charade and it was a hoax and stuff, but... Um, people went but, to jail. Yeah, you, people you have gone to Forget about people are going to go to jail. People have gone to jail for colluding with Russians. It's not a hoax. But nobody ever said the election was invalid. I mean, a lot of people were stunned that the election no, went that way, but nobody said... It's been costing speed bumps to try to stop this administration at whatever term they did. Yeah, because they're awful. So I think it's funny when you guys say that the president can't accept results. The reality is Democrats haven't accepted the results from 2016. That's why they kept messing with this administration, adding nothing but, like I said, speed bumps, whether well, it was Russia well, hold or on. this or that. Hold on, Rick. The one, the so, one thing that you're not acknowledging here is that Trump is claiming foul and he's claiming fraud. But what they're saying is keep counting the votes in Arizona because those are working in his favor. Do not count the votes in Pennsylvania or Georgia because they're going against him. You don't think that's a little bit fishy? You don't think that's being a bit of a sore loser? I think the situation in Pennsylvania is different when laws are changed oh. within a year of an election. Okay, let me tell you something. So, there was hold so, on, hold so on one Georgia, second. No, hold Georgia, on. Georgia, sure, but I think Pennsylvania is nope. a different story. No, hold on. Right? There was well over a million, a million mail-in ballots that had a deadline of last Friday, last Friday, where the Trump administration could have come in and disputed them. It wouldn't have outright made them not count, but at least file some sort of claim then. They did not. They didn't because. And I get No, hold on. No, hold on. They they should have done it earlier. No, oh, yeah, well, they should have, but they didn't. Wait, what's the. I'm confused. What's the law that they changed in in Pennsylvania that's applicable here? It was. uh, It's. uh, They changed the law to allow uh, absentee ballots for that extended period. Before, I think it was a year, a year and a half ago, where they extended absentee period in Pennsylvania. Do you know why that they've done these things? Because of coronavirus. Yeah. Well, and that's a tough sell. I don't know where Rick stands on the coronavirus, but a lot of people think the whole thing is part of the hoax to rob Trump of the election. I mean, do you believe that? No, no. Honestly, I I believe in the virus. Here's the thing. I believe in the virus. But, again, it's hypocritical when we say, hey, we could go sit at a restaurant and have this person sit and wait on me with a mask, but I can't sit in line and vote. 
I can't wait six feet apart from somebody and vote. Well, you can. I mean, you were. You, you yeah. could. Did they you go vote it. in person? Pro- they were it was an option. option. Right. For people that and may I not can. feel as confident as you do, Rick. Absolutely. And these absentee ballots went out months ago on top of it. So I, I don't, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to litigate or anything like that. I just, my, my whole thing was that it's hypocritical when you guys are sitting here talking about the president can't accept results of this election, when in reality, Democrats haven't accepted the results of 2016. That's no. why we're still, yeah. All right. I'm sorry. I'll, okay. I'll be honest, no, look, man, that's, that's what it sounds hypocrisy like. Hypocrisy is in the, eye of the, uh, in the eye of the beholder, and unfortunately, your eyes are closed right now. All right. I, I think I'm laying. I think I'm laying out facts, and you guys are. There's you no guys facts. Are your there were zero facts that you stated. None. I'm sorry, but there was not a single fact that you just stated to me. Uh, All you said was you you made the claim that every single Democrat is doing this, or you said that they haven't accepted the election. We've moved on the past four years. He was the president for the past four years. I mean, when they cover it on on CNN on. and MSNBC. When, when, did, when, did, when did we move on? Because you guys were still trying to do investigations and leading no, up d- to okay, this. Okay, first off, don't, so, say, don't say you guys. I'm not a Democrat. Hold on. Let's say Democrats. Let me okay, rephrase that. That's Democrats. fine. So, can, can we be honest that for the last four years, Democrats have done everything in their power to try to cause nothing but chaos and um, issues for this administration. Can we agree on that? I agree that the Democrats did make it incredibly difficult for the administration. Okay, fair enough. So so we're getting somewhere. We could agree on that. Sure. Cool. What I'm saying is that for the last four years, the Democrats have done that, and they that, that's the issue that I'm having with it. So I am sure, Rick, about- I am sure that you and other Trumpies are just going to line up to give all your support to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I am sure that that is what we can expect from your side for the next four years. Right? You know what? I support my president. When I had, when we had Barack Obama, I didn't agree with his policies, but you know what? I supported my president. Really? You never, like, reposted anything about him being born in Kenya or anything? Like, if I were to go through your social media post, no. I would never find any birtherism or anything well, hold on. there? No, because that, no, you know who on. did? Hold on. Take Rick out. <laughs> I was going to say, take Rick out of it. Because, no, Rick, Rick can be a Republican, and he can completely disagree with Obama. Rick isn't the one... At, in Washington D.C., making these laws and, 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 and the one putting forth all of this uh, these issues, but for the eight years that Obama was in office, the Republicans didn't put up a fight against him on anything. It was just it was all oh, hunky dory. They were all slinging their arms around each other and drinking beer. Oh, yeah, but, you're, no, but Rick, no, no. you're trying to act like this is a new thing. No. No, no, no. But if you're comparing the, the ride Obama had where the media loved him and he was the golden boy president, right, compared to the ride that Trump's gotten from the media, it ha- we can't say that it's been fair here. Well, where would it be when the, Trump is flat out calling the media lies? Is the media just going to be like, yeah, you got us. Sorry. I mean, Trump didn't do much I, to I, try I, and try and make any friends I, I, in yeah. the media. Well, I, I think there was initially from the beginning that that. Uh, conflict between Trump and the media uh, from day one when he came out and announced so forth. He's always had that conflict with the media. But well, it's just funny when 90% of the media outlets are um, you know, going going against you on whatever issue he, you choose. But here's the thing that you have to remember about that is that he would always cry foul as if something didn't make him look good. It's the same thing as the votes. It's an illegal vote It's for if it's for Biden. It's a legal vote if it's for him. Here's, let me, the news media was telling the truth if he's painted in a positive light. The news media's lies and they're against us all if it paints him in a bad light. I'll, I'll tell you this. I will acknowledge that there is a, a media bias. I mean, I keep hearing, uh, and I've heard this for 
for thirty years that the media, the media, for the most part, the reputable media is biased toward the truth, and that is what you guys would call the mainstream media, or what Trump would call the the lying media. The bias here is to getting to the actual truth, and when you've got a liar. They're going to butt up against each other a lot. All right. Thanks, Rick, for the call. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Joanna's going to have our entertainment news coming up in just a few moments. I'll have to bump back the true crime report. But we have uh, Bobby on the line. Bobby wants to share a Karen story. Is that right, Bobby? Yeah. Hey, what's up? Not much, man. Just here staying busy. But, um, yeah, I got a, I got a Karen story that I, I thought was quite shocking because... The person I'm about to talk about isn't a bad person. You know, they got a good heart, kind heart and everything, but I was just shocked at their reaction. Okay. So check it out. So this person enjoys their Whataburger in the morning, and uh, they order through the app, which is awesome because it's a lot easier to customize your order when, when you're ordering. And um, it's not always a breakfast item that this person orders. However, this time, uh, this person ordered through the app, and asked for a specific uh, condiment to be added in, which was uh, mayonnaise. And uh, upon his arrival, um, either the either he noticed that it didn't have mayo, <laughs> and he brought it to the attention of the uh, curbside attendant. Wait, so the Karen in this case is a guy? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. I don't know. I don't know what the male version of a Karen is, but there's yeah. been a lot of debate. But okay, go ahead. We'll just say Karen. So you know, gets his burger and realizes there's no uh, mayo in it. So he has to speak to someone higher because he thought it was an injustice that they had no mayo on the burger. I want to speak to him? Yeah. yeah. And the thing was, is they informed him that hey, you know, we're just out of it at this moment. <laughs> this location, for whatever reason, just didn't have mayo at the time. But any other person would be like, oh, okay, you know what? No problem. Me personally, let, I'd let me speak say, to your manager about this mayo situation. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would, I would just let it slide. I would be like, no, that's fine. I can live without the mayo. Was no. this recent, Bobby? Yes, it was. Well, there are some menu items at different restaurants that they're not doing anymore because of the pandemic, because of the supply chain breaking down. Like, I can't get my. Uh, Mexicano combo at Taco Cabana anymore. They're not doing that. So, you know, uh, I just guess make allowances because things are are so much different. But did did the uh, did the Karen in this case want to go like to regional manager or anything or or what happened? How do you know all this? Yes. Well, I, I can't really specify because I'm pretty sure he this person might be listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, they went up. Not just above the store manager, they actually called corporate to demand a refund. <laughs> couldn't they have said, oh, because they paid on the app. I was going to say, couldn't they have said when they got there, it's like, you know what, if there's no mayo on it, I don't even want it. Well, that's what happened. He completely rejected the whole meal just because there was no mayo on his hamburger. All right. Well, thanks, Bobby, for the call. I appreciate it. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. Have a great weekend. Time for entertainment news. We did get another update. Biden's lead is up to 6,817 votes in Pennsylvania. How many? 6,817. God, 
Do you realize how close that is? When you consider the population of the state. And how many millions of votes are in? Joanna, what do we have at Entertainment News as we head into the weekend here? Tonight's show head writer Rebecca Drysdale is on her way out. She says the pairing, the parting is mutual, but Variety claims that she had a very specific reason for leaving. They quoted her as saying, quote, the project of making fun of Donald Trump or doing material about Trump has led to divided creative teams, anxiety, tears, and pain. I can't decide the outcome of this election, but I can make the choice for myself to vote him out of my creative life. It sounds like she was just saying, I'm tired of right being consumed with trump not that it, i'm a trump it, supporter it does sound like that so uh, rebecca had asked variety to take their story down claiming it was based on quote private facebook comments that were taken out of context so she is out at the tonight show disney is pulling more movies off the wait December. wait wait that doesn't make any sense if she thought that why did she quit now i mean hopefully we get through all this and say Trump's not the president anymore, she's not going to have to do any more Trump jokes. Right? I guess. You would think now's the time to tough it out. <laughs> right. It's lasted this long. Come on. Just knuckle down here, lady. <laughs> it's like you have a few more days left. Um, well, those were actually just from her Facebook. Like somebody must have been friends with her, taken screenshots of it, yeah. and sent it to these outlets. So she is asking, she told them to take down the story, and they did. Um, but... By then, it was everywhere. I mean, he's been taking a lot of the oxygen out of any room, you know, nationwide. Mm-hmm. I, I'm looking forward to it. People, I've seen a lot of comments like Buzz has got to really be bummed out. He won't have he won't have Trump to bash. No, that's a trade off I'm willing to accept. We'll do more Florida Man games. <laughs> we'll do more Urban Dictionary and stuff. But that's fun. Disney is pulling more movies off the December calendar amid the coronavirus pandemic. The company has officially pulled their 20th Century Studios movies, Free Guy and Death of the Nile. The moves, the move, that move leaves Warner Brothers' Wonder Woman 1984 to premiere on December 25th. It's one of the very few temples to be released at theaters this holiday temples? season. Tent pole. Tent, tent, tent poles. All right. I think that free guy with Ryan Reynolds, maybe that one they just put on it. You know, just put it on demand. like Netflix or something. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'll check That'd it out. That'd be great. Prime Video's recent release of Borat 2 is one of the of 2020's most watched movies released on an SVOD platform this year. SVOD. SVOD is streaming video on demand. Huh. That's according to an exclusive data provided by VIP to VIP by Screen Engine, which surveyed 1,200 U.S. video viewers aged 13 to 64 weekly on which titles they've watched in the seven days following their release. Screen Engine's list of the top 30 most watched SVOD movies sees Disney Plus's smash hit Hamilton top the list, followed by Prime Video's pair of Borat 2 and My Spy. The strong performances for recent releases Borat 2 and HBO Max's The Witches suggest that audiences are very accepting of SVOD first home releases. With Entertainment News, I'm Joanna Barba. We had a lot of suggestions of something I could just do. If the Cowboys pull off an amazing upset, beat the undefeated Steelers, what would I do? And I would I would be willing to you know, just to get some enthusiasm going, because I, I feel the lack of enthusiasm for Cowboy fans. So, what do you think? If the Cowboys win, I... I think Mohawk- there needs to, first of all, I think there needs to be two. One, if the Cowboys cover, 
and then one if they outright win. Yeah, but I'm not going to do anything outrageous for covering, although I think, listen, if I had money to bet in a bookie on speed dial, I'd put 1000 on <laughs> the Steelers covering a 13.5-point st- spread. I think if they cover, you do a whole show with nothing but a bra on. I mean, you have your pants and everything else on. Okay. But then if they out- outright win, it's a bra, and then we get like a tutu or something for down south. And we'll set up the camera so that if people really want to go check it out, we'll do a full How about one. the Justin Underwood suggested cowboy chaps and uh, like a thong? Uh, that could work as well. That's if they outright win. If, if they, they outright cover, win, that would be the that would be the upset of the at least decade. Of, of the year. Yeah. <laughs> there were some other ones. I forget. I wrote a post about it. Actually, I think you can vote on it over at buzzadamshow.com. Is that post up yet, Joanna? Oh, put it up there, please. I will. Will you? It'll be up today. Okay. Before the show's over. Gwyneth Paltrow's annual Goop gift guide includes a $210 lamp that's made out of actual bread. Actual bread. What a dumb idea. I mean, as soon as you turn it on, it's toast. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. This is the fifth and final hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show. In a few moments, we will update. There's uh, some new numbers coming in out of those battleground states, uh, Pennsylvania, Georgia. So we'll share those with you coming up in just a few moments. I got a few uh, stories about the uh, COVID outbreak. I don't know if you call it an outbreak. It's just, you know, increase in El Paso. And some pretty uh, troubling numbers that have come out today about that. I posted this on my Facebook, and a lot of people say they're noticing the same thing. You know what's been really hard to find since about March? What's that? Diet Dr. Pepper. And it's been impossible to find caffeine-free Dr. Pepper or caffeine-free Diet Dr. Pepper. Okay. Like, I'll go down the aisle. They'll have Dr. Pepper, but... A lot of the time, they won't have Diet Dr. Pepper. And there are a lot of people... Did you take a bunch when we had it brought over to um, recently? N- not recently. When, when we left our meeting on Monday, there was on a Monday, whole case of Diet Dr. Pepper. Some? You didn't take some? I didn't think they were giving them away. I thought they were stocking the uh, the vending machine. Yeah. The, the vending machine for us. The vending machine us. that you Whenever you, you ever put money in there. For. No, no, no. Right. I get it. It's a vending machine that you just open the door. Like it doesn't, yeah. It's uh-huh. Brad's vending machine. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I didn't but take, grab like, a 24-pack No, or no, I'm not uh, saying take a whole bunch. I'm just saying, like, few. take a couple of them for you. I take a few Sprites. <laughs> I, I did find some. I went to Albertsons maybe on Saturday, and, and they did have some. But it was the first time in several weeks that I found any uh, Diet Dr. Pepper. That's why, did you guys notice I had Diet Pepsi, and everybody wondered what was up? Everybody wondered? Oh, you know what? Somebody came over to my house, and I had a Diet Pepsi out. Oh, squirrel. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I just flipped the camera. I had to run over to the other side of the room. But the guest came over and said, uh, who's been at your house? I said, nobody. Not even Nico's been at the house. It was like, I know Is you don't drink okay? diet. We haven't Pepsi. heard from him in a while. Is he doing okay? His mom and dad went out of town. He's uh, sitting there, house-sitting for them. And he told me that, for whatever reason, he just can't get motivated to get out of bed. 
he's just like hanging out at their house. Well, that sounds like, like a something we need to help pick that kid up, man. If he's Buzz, as his friend, you should help him you out. You should there. be concerned when somebody yeah. says, "I don't have the motivation to get out of bed." <gasps> I had thought of it from that aspect. Oh well, he did come over Wednesday, and we watched. Oh, you know what? He came over, and he said it was the first time that he had gotten out of his parents' house. He was either in bed or on the couch or feeding their dogs. Buzz. It didn't occur to me. That's a cry for help, man. He's literally telling you there's a problem, and you're just like, hey, what's up? Like what, (gasps) depression or something? Yes. Whoever's listening, Iggy, if you're tuning in right now. Check Something in. like just let's Someone let's go pick Nico up, man. Get, like go hang out socially distant. We but. had a good time, and we, like I thought he was going to come over. We watched the election count on Wednesday. He didn't want to watch any of that. He wasn't interested, so we watched the first episode of Lovecraft Country on HBO Max. No, see, he Side clearly needs to hang that? out with me and watch election coverage. It's amazing. Side note: Still How is that on. show? Or I, how was that first episode? I haven't started that i decided not to watch it okay <laughs> anyways that was a cry for help buzz yeah dude come on man uh, sure as hell can't take a hit it, it went right over my head i guess anyway die dr pepper let's get back to what matters <laughs> anybody's got a tip do you not remember a couple of months ago i wrote an article on it there was is it because of looming cam shortage the, I mean, they've Dr. got Pepper sodas. At the time, denying that it's because of an aluminum can shortage. Well, that's what a lot of people put on my post is that uh-huh. there's an aluminum can shortage. But Dr. Pepper did put out a statement saying that they were doing everything they could to make sure that the shelves weren't empty. I haven't seen, in El Paso, I haven't seen a caffeine free Diet Dr. Pepper since March. Damn. Well, t- I mean, if, look, if I'm at the store and I see some Diet Dr. Pepper, I'm going to buy you one, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, please. I'll do Hope the you stock same up. Us. By the way, Fred in the Facebook chat just chimed in. This is going back to our Florida Man game. He says, mm-hmm. "Oh, I just heard someone with a small penis right outside my house." Oh, rev- <laughs> revving, revving their motor. Yeah, they revved the engine. It sounded just like this. <laughs> small penis, right here. <laughs> oh, that Mandalorian! That new episode is just sitting right there, and oh, it, it is. People might have already watched it, and you know whether or not that was Boba Fett at the end of last week's episode. Well, do you think they're going to directly answer that no, one? No, they're going to drag it out. Yeah, you know, they're going to drag it out. But boy, you know, considering that it's supposed to be like the most backward backwater planet in in the entire galaxy, people sure go to Tatooine a lot, don't they? Yeah, like on Tatooine, everybody's yeah, always talking about how it's the the if there's a bright center of the galaxy, this is the planet that that it's farthest from. Um, paraphrasing Luke there, but for some reason, it's like every movie people got reasons to go back to Tatooine. I well, really I'm wondering can't. there there has to be some sort of a force connection with Tatooine because that's where Anakin was born, and but he was never conceived. So there has to be some sort of a force connection that could naturally bring people back to that planet. Because they do say that one of the reasons that Yoda went to Dagobah is because he was able to mask himself from the Sith. Like he could hide there. They weren't able to, to sense his force power, so he was able to hide there. One of the reasons that Vader went to Mustafar, and that's where he built his temple after that's the place where he got his arms and his, uh, his arm and his legs cut Last off. Last place I would build my freaking castle but is the, on the planet where I got my arms and legs cut but off. But the reason he did that was because 
there's a very strong uh, dark side of the force presence on Mustafar. So there's like certain planets um, you can hide out on. Fluctuate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm wondering if Tatooine has some sort of a force connection. I mean, if you think about it, that's where Anakin was born. Boy, we have uh, we have really like quickly switched into nerd gear. Oh hell we? yeah, we did. My favorite part is when that mechanic characters are like, "How much do you want for him?" Yeah. Just kidding, but not really. <laughs> Woo! You know who that the mechanic on Tatooine is? Amy Sedaris. Yeah, very good. She's hilarious. By the way, Iggy commented in the Facebook chat. Oh, is he going to check in check, on our he boy? He says he's go, he says I tried cheering up Nico, but his sob story about a crippled corgi dog was too much. Oh yeah, his dog. He's got like his parents have some pretty old dogs, and he's over there taking care of them. Aww, Buzz. Nico, call me, buddy. I'll talk you through it because I'm I'm dealing with this. My what are you talking? I'm 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 essentially paralyzed with anxiety myself. Oh, whatever. (laughs) We all are, but we should all help each other get out of it. Dealing with this with my my poor old dog too, because my sister-in-law came over to the house. Wait, wait, wait. The one that got out of the house? No, Chewy. Chewy's old. He's yeah. He's about to turn thirteen. And how does it go? The bigger dogs have longer lifespans, or the little. I think dogs it was the little. The, the little the, dogs. No, the have, big dogs have longer lifespans. Big dogs have longer. No, life. no. I, I shoot. I got that mixed up. No, big dogs have shorter lifespans. Right. But and yeah, Chewie's not a, a giant. He's only thirty five pounds. He's fat. But he's no, he's not fat. He's a little chubby. When was the last time you saw him? Oh, have you put him on a regimen? Yeah, because when he was in your house, <laughs> he, was he, was, geez, Buzz. He, was, he was fighting for the food with two gigantic German shepherds. He was going to eat everything he could. Don't fat shame Chewy. So he, uh, my sister-in-law came over to the house, and Lucy, the puppy, who's, you know, she's just a dog now at this point, she's jumping <laughs> up to say hi, and she's, uh, you know, leaping up. Chewy wanted to do the same thing, so he tried it, and his hips gave out. Aww. And he fell, And he fell over. But then he tried it again, and he got it. Okay. So Good I know boy. what it's like going through when your dogs are getting older, and it's it's kind of rough to see how they're going, and and you know it can be very depressing. Nico, if you need a you know somebody to talk to, you call me up, buddy. Yeah, because yeah, Buzz mi- is no help. Mr. Sunshine over there. Stupid. <laughs> at least he took the hint. Yeah, at least I can pick up on this stuff. I think I'm a lot more sunshine than you. We had some numbers that came out, and. Uh, they're always careful to let you know these numbers of deaths from COVID-19 don't mean that they all occurred on the same day. Um, but it does give you some kind of idea. Like when you watch the day-by-day numbers, when you follow this day-by-day, you see, you know, you, you can pick out trends even if it doesn't mean it's coming from the same day. But 18 deaths uh, being reported, bringing the total deaths of COVID-19 to 657. And that included patients in their 80s, 90s, 70s, but also uh, one in their 40s and one in their 20s. All had underlying health conditions. There's a thing that I don't think people realize when they're saying, well, let the sick, you know, or those that are in danger. These underlying health conditions are not rare exotic things. These are common things that a lot of people have two or more of. Uh, so I think that's one of the disconnects here is when people say, well, if you're at risk, you could stay home. You're talking about a huge swath of American society that falls into those. You know, one of the risk categories is you're over 50. So right there, or uh, I don't know if they adjusted that, but it was 50 at one time. 
Uh, as a reminder, the deaths did not occur on the same day, but rather between the third week of August and the first week of November. Now, see, I think that also they need to clarify. They're not saying that those are the only deaths that took place from August to September. You know, I, mm-hmm. I think there might be some clearer way. I don't know what it would be that when they report this, but uh, health, health officials have said as far as recovering from COVID-19, over 35,000 in El Paso have recovered from COVID-19. There are 23,702 active cases uh, as we speak, and you can find daily data and updated on the COVID dashboard at epstrong.org. That's epstrong.org. Org. And we've got some folks in the medical field that are in our Facebook chat, and uh, Rudy is one of them. He said, I worked last night with 24 COVID-19 patients. It is sad watching all these people on high levels of oxygen, bipads, CPAP, uh, I don't know what that, I, I guess it's medical jargon, having a hard time breathing. Boy, that, that's got to be the worst. If we get to the point where somebody who needs to be on a ventilator and they don't have a ventilator for them, and you're going to have to watch your loved one, you know, if this machine, if if they had a machine available, it could save their lives. But they might have to start doing that triage thing that we've heard about in other cities where it's like, well, we have to make a decision. Who's right. more likely to survive, your grandma or this 49-year-old, mm-hmm. you know? Um and uh, Judge Moody of the 34th uh, Court said that it's going to be another day. I think at the time they had that confab on thir- yesterday. Uh, was it Wednesday? Was it uh, Thursday? Yeah, because that's when Justin was in. No, it was Wednesday, right? Justin was here yesterday. Yeah, Justin was here yesterday. Okay, so they had the thing where a bunch of business owners were going to go in front of the judge and explain their position to Judge Moody, Judge Moody said, well, 48 hours and I'll I'll come back with an opinion. Uh, so that would put it at tomorrow. The El Paso Times today and reporting by Lauren Viegren uh, about those things about ambulance calls on the international bridges because there was a report in local media that uh, a whistleblower... Uh, identified as whistleblower from the fire department said that they're going on these multiple runs to the international bridge to get patients. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to this reporting, 95% of border ambulance calls are for U.S. citizens. So keeping in mind that we've got U.S. citizens that live in Juarez, we've got people that have legal status that go back and forth, we've got U.S. citizens that go back and forth, you've got U.S. citizens that primarily reside in Juarez. Um, What's going on as far as the calls to the bridges? El Paso and Juarez are suffering a twin surge in coronavirus, a story by Lauren Viegren says. But crossings at U.S. land ports are currently restricted to U.S. citizens and legal permanent residents. So that kind of argues against the idea that we're taking in thousands and thousands of Juarez cases. The Department of Homeland Security in March limited non-essential travel, and that has been uh, that has been the rule since then. Crossing for a medical purpose is considered an essential reason, but Mexican nationals must show documentation of an appointment for a medical service. 
but the idea that tens of thousands of people uh, being brought over and, you know, that's what's running up our number. It, it looks like this this story in today's El Paso Times kind of uh, debunks that. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Oh, penis! <laughs> that's the uh, Joanna penis drop. We got to get all our mics to feed on different lines so we can really isolate (laughs) individually the tracks. We got one final uh, segment here before we wrap up for the week. Weekend's coming up. Weather looks nice. Uh, Get a little windy on Sunday afternoon. But other than that, looking at 80s or near 80 for high temperatures before it takes a little turn for cooler weather. It's going to get down to the 70s and 60s next week, but up up near 80 or in the 80s for this weekend. Man, have you ever left your house without your phone? No. And got not gone back to get it? No. Yes. That's awful, right? Boy, it messes up so much stuff. Like there there are all these things that I need to get on our, our company's website to log hours and stuff like that. Uh-huh. I I can't it today it decides, oh, we're gonna send a code to your device. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm trying to do my expenses and all this uh-huh. stuff, and it's like all of it. I was not here. I was just about to call Nico to see how he's doing. It's like I don't have my phone. I got him. all the way here. Call him live on the air. I man. don't. I don't know his number. Well, <laughs> Joanne and I have it. <laughs> I don't know his number. You um, could have asked during the commercial break. Yeah. Well, I did kind of get on and say oh, I was going to call Nico, but I don't have my phone with me. Joanna, do you want to get him on the warm line? What doing? if he doesn't want to talk on air? Well, then that's fine. He no, no, no. Thing. Tell him he has to. Buzz. Yeah, I, I don't think he'll wonder, answer. I wonder why he's depressed. I mean, seriously, the thing about... By the it, way, it, squirrel! Oh, right. <sighs> when does our camera operator get back? <laughs> Monday. Monday. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. The setup's going to be changing soon. I did not really want... In what way? So that or I, we'll have find con- out. I have controls here. Of the camera? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'd gotten all the way here and before I realized I didn't have my phone. Possibly I thought, a move to Twitch. A move or just simulcasting on it'd Twitch? It would be simulcast. I think we'd probably still try to do the same. So it would be on Facebook and it would be on Twitch. But if we get booted off of Facebook, we wouldn't go to the go to the extent of restarting it. We would just tell people, look, if you really want to see it, head over to Twitch. Like if we got booted off, why wouldn't we just reboot it on Facebook? That only takes like a second, right? Because you have to stop the whole stream, and then that's stopping the stream on Twitch. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. The point is, okay. Twitch is way more lenient. Yes, they do have their own rules, and when it comes to the copyrighted material, but they're way more lenient. And as long as we're not saving the broadcast up there, so people can go tune into it, and we're playing a ton of music, should not be that big of an issue. Facebook is quick. I've heard some comments. Some people are excited when you're talking about going to Twitch, but I've seen a lot of people who are like, what is that? I don't know how to do that. I'm not sure that I would do it. Well, it'd be pretty easy to do. I mean, you just it's just a new website you go to as opposed to Facebook. But of course, I know that's different for people who are on their phone because if they're on the Facebook app, they're already there. You know, like we know that's easy, but yeah, we're going to be looking to possibly switch over to Twitch. If the Cowboys win, I'll do a mohawk. I think that seems to be like the easiest thing. A mohawk? Yeah, but only if they win. It can't be covered the spread. 
They've got to win. And if they cover the spread, will you do the bra thing? Just wear a bra for an entire show? Yeah. If they co- if if they cover, but the spread right now, like if the spread has changed since yesterday, uh, I'm fine with keeping. I it think the 13 the, and a half. Although, if anything, the spread's going to go up, right? You would, well, why why would anybody it, it think that? On, it depends on how people are betting. Why would anybody in Las Vegas think that the Cowboys can be within two touchdowns of the undefeated Steelers? You would think it would go up because most people it would vote would, would take if, that, and then it goes up. Yeah. We got an update about the uh, vote counting that is going on, and just a few more comments about that. Did you guys have growing up Schoolhouse Rock? Um, I think it was still on, but it was already on reruns and stuff by the time I... Teachers would show us some The Schoolhouse Rock. There was one about how we elect presidents, and it seemed so confusing at the time. Schoolhouse Rock and Junction, Junction, what's your function? Okay, cool. Hurking up words, making them run right. Um... This was about the election. It seemed really complicated at the time, uh, how we elect a president, but now it seems absolutely basic when you think of what we're going through now. But remember... That's back in the day when we thought every vote really counted. Yeah, remember, the vote's illegal (laughs) if it's for Biden. It's completely legal if it's for Trump. All right, what is the latest here? So we're going to get an update, I believe, from Nevada. It's going to be coming up right here at the top of the hour, so we'll be off the air by the time we get that, but they're expecting a big dump in... One of the things that's kind of giving Trump a little bit of an advantage in Nevada and Arizona is they're not just doing mail-in ballots at this point. It's the provisional ballots, which are are different and more Republicans, not in the sense of more Republicans over Democrats, but that ratio changes slightly, which means Trump has been getting more. They had a vote dump about an hour, less than an hour ago in Arizona, and Trump needs to get about 62 percent right around maybe 60% of the votes in Arizona to catch Biden, but the latest dump only had him around 50. So he was off of that mark. He was uh, south of the mark that he needed. Now, it's not over, but that latest um, kind of vote dump uh, that we saw out of Arizona was not quite in Trump's favor. He was still getting the majority of the votes, but it was only like 53%. Or something like that. Now, keep in mind, if if Biden, uh, who now has a lead in Pennsylvania, or did the last time we checked yep, on it about does. an hour and ago, it's increasing. At if this point. he wins Pennsylvania, Nevada doesn't matter. Arizona doesn't matter. Yeah. If he wins Georgia and one of those other states, that's it. It's over. It's over. Yeah. So pretty much the four states that we're really looking at it's Nevada, Arizona, Pennsylvania, and Georgia. We're assuming North Carolina and Alaska are going to go to Trump, where in Georgia, overnight, Biden was able to take the lead. As far as percentage goes, it's tied. But when you look at the actual votes, he has a little over a thousand votes, um, a thousand vote lead in Georgia. And then when you look at Pennsylvania, he was uh, Biden was able to overtake Trump this morning and he has been increasing his lead every single time. And it's not like. This massive runaway now all of a sudden, it's still incredibly close. But the reason that Biden is getting this advantage is where they're getting these votes from. It happens to be Democratic areas, especially around the city of Philadelphia, where the population is highly Democratic and they're going to be voting for Biden because these are the mail-in ballots. These are not magically appearing. There wasn't some little leprechaun out there who just randomly showed up and a bag of 100,000 votes showed up. No, these are the actual mail-in ballots 
that people requested that Trump's campaign did not say anything about last Friday. Last Friday was the deadline to contend this stuff. They let that deadline. Well, I mean, pass. Trump Trump himself had been bitching about it for a while. No, but they I mean, let that. But but you had to make an official complaint. You had to do something, and they let it pass. He can do all he wants and just and and you know piss and moan about it. But it doesn't mean anything because last Friday when that deadline passed, they pretty much lost any rights that they had to complain about this. All right. So, you know, you would feel pretty confident that there's going to be a peaceful transfer of power. Nope. Uh, but there's an article today, and I uh, the headline is, What if Trump doesn't concede? So I'm reading it. It says, look, conceding is pretty much just a formality or a courtesy or something you do in service to your country to ensure that there's going to be a peaceful transfer. But he, nobody's required to concede. So the uh, USA Today article by Joel Shannon says and concludes with what would happen if President Donald Trump, who has declined to commit to a peaceful transfer of power, refused to concede. Now, this part is key right here at the very last paragraph. Without a concession, usually hidden parts of the election process, such as the inner workings of the Electoral College, could be ripped open and used to decide the election in an unprecedented way. There's that word, unprecedented. Mm, unprecedented times. Coming up again. It would mean a race could be headed for a result decided by the courts or obscure parts of the law. If this turns into a thing where the votes are counted and Biden not only wins popular vote, but wins the Electoral College as well, and it goes to some courts and it's things that uh, seem fishy, there's going to be there's going to be problems. I you know, I hope that doesn't happen, but there's some signaling coming out. There have been a few staunch Republicans like Rick Santorum who have indicated that what the president is saying and doing is dangerous. Does he have a backbone? You've got uh, Mitt Romney, but we've known Mitt Romney's an ever-Trumper to begin with. The thing is, you just have to ask yourself, these Republicans in Congress and Senate who have not stood up to Trump during any of his previous assaults on American democracy, are they going to have his back? How about the judges? Do you trust your judges to apply the law? If this were to go to the Supreme Court like 2000 did, it says a concession signals the supporters should accept the results, which won't uh, be further challenged. I don't expect that from Donald Trump. And again, even at this point, he he proves once again his fundamental unfitness for the job and his un-American view toward democracy. I don't want to leave you on a down note, so I'm going to play that map song again. And I wish everybody mm-hmm. a great weekend and hope we come back and, uh, you know, things are back to some semblance of normality on Monday.